Hey everyone, today is Thursday, the 8th of November, 2018. It's The Gap, episode 444. I'm Luke Laurie. Job Gore's here. What's going on, Job? Uh, busy, I guess. Just work and work and work and work. End of the year. Six six weeks left. Seven weeks? That's it. Eight yeah, weeks. we got uh, Battlefield coming out, what, tomorrow, right? Uh, the early access shit? Sure. It's tomorrow. Uh, but esports stuff, I mean, BlizzCon was last weekend's. Um, we got like League of Origins kicking off this week. Gfinity's back on, so work-wise, I'm extremely busy. Um, but yeah, other than that, also making me busy is the fact that I continue to play about at least six hours of Red Dead a day. So that's not helping. Yeah, yeah. I guess at least, uh, it, yeah, it's been busy. Um. Still things happening, like there's a couple of preview events still going on for like things that are coming out in the next couple of weeks. Um, but yeah, it's been pretty fl- flat out, so. Yeah. Like on top yep. of there not being really any games the last week or two, apart from <laughs> Red Dead, but I I'd already, you know, I finished that a while back, but um, yeah, it's kind of like this lull where there's a few things coming out really soon, so it'll it'll get yeah. back up again it'd be we I, I imagine it'd be weird for you because you finished it like just after it released so you would be a little bit removed you'd be stuck in the same sort of dead zone that i guess all the publishers would feel <laughs> is the two-week period post red dead's release right because yeah you'd be fucking insane to try to release a game now yeah. call of duty got stomped by it hmm got stomped by it it hurt like it hurt activision's share prices it got stomped hard enough what the fuck did your cat just sneeze oh it's probably hairball um yeah no like i think that was also in part to um the blizzcon stuff but we'll get to that a bit later we will but in saying that like i like the call of duty black ops has been the game that i've been um like I've been playing. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, hey guys, want to play some some Black Ops? Everyone's like, I'm playing Red Dead. I'm like, ah, it's not that good anyway. Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's fine, I guess. And surprisingly, get over I can still get games going. Weird. I know, right? Weird, isn't it? Yeah, so strange. I saw the other day that um, PUBG North American servers had a matchmaking bug that meant that people were waiting... For hours on end to get into a game. Mm. Um, weird. Mm. Weird. I think it's a population that, issue. Personally. I think North America just doesn't have the population to sustain a PUBG, um, <laughs> PUBG matchmaking. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Sadly. Um, so, yeah, well, I guess they'll just, you know, you'll just have to wait the, the full time. No, actually, PUBG Corp patched it in two days. I they know, fixed right? it up in two days. And OC servers are back to broken. Uh, I know I've I've gone on like a fucking broken record about this, but I legitimately think that it is has been a deliberate effort from PUBG Corp to kill OCE PUBG. One hundred percent because server server costs are too prohibitive, and they feel like it's better if they just kill the servers. Yeah, one hundred percent agreed. One day we're gonna wanna get gonna get some fucking background on that, and I'm gonna be proved proved correct for the billionth time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about some games. Um, but maybe first off, you went to a, a weird thing this week where you played video games while doing getting stuff shot at your face. Is that right? Yeah, sort of. Um, the Festival of Dangerous Ideas was on at Co- uh, Cockatoo Island. Uh, so that's an island in the middle of the fucking Sydney Harbour type area. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually not that far from me. But um, yeah, so I, I went to that and I was part of a performance arts exhibit, uh, which confirms all of my theories that I am a performance art piece, but uh, this was actually separate to that. I was just part of the exhibit itself. Uh, it was called uh, What It Is... What Is It Without the Hand That Wields? Right. What it is without the hand that wields, one one or the other. Um, but it's a um, it's a. It was actually version two point of this. Uh, I guess piece. So the first time, the first piece, uh, the first version of it, was from like a decade ago, and a guy basically rigged up. A, um, a Counter-Strike server to um, then spit out like a droplet of blood every time um, someone got killed on, mm-hmm. on the server. Someone Every time someone died on the server, it, it, there was a drop of blood. And uh, he rigged it up and, and basically it was a open server. Anyone could join, anyone could kill as many people as they liked. And the exhibit itself was the drops and they would like drop in and you could see this blood fill up and stuff like that. And uh, so originally that's what the festival wanted. They wanted to get that on deck uh, and have people play it. But uh, he actually, his name was is Riley. I spoke to him a lot actually because I was, so I was there on the Sunday. There were two days that they did it, Saturday and Sunday. I was the only one there basically the whole day i should not have gone in at 8 30 they said like you, you had to come down at 8 30 i should not have gone there classic joe goes there when they tell you to yeah um because the first fucking thing wasn't until like 11 30 so i was just there for three hours and it didn't open until like 11 so i was mm. there for like two and a half hours doing nothing uh, just listening to my audiobook, basically wandering around Cockatoo Island and soaking up the sun. Uh, but then, yeah, the first session uh, kicked off, and so he tweaked it. He'd done it differently, and so now instead it was actual on-site performance art where people, players, would sit down and play Counter Strike, and when they got a kill, they would get sprayed in the face. Uh, with a with basically like theater blood watered mm. like slightly watered down theater blood and the idea i guess was that you look like a bloody mess by the end um so we're playing it was deathmatch counter-strike uh he used counter-strike because he knows the like the api and so all he had to do was was write uh like a hook that would translate damage dealt into something that he could then translate into you know triggering the the hydraulics 
on the sprayers and he was saying that you know he's done it for other things he's like done it so that uh like use the same system same basic concept for other things like um where when people like input um commands into a game it outputs as like uh fucking what do they call it musical notations and mm-hmm. then he has a live band playing the music as it's created by a player. Sure. Uh, and the other thing I think he said he did was use it to, like, capture music, uh, and that would output, and it would output into, sp- like, sprays. Uh, so that he would have, basically, you know, music represented visually or whatever the fuck. Right? So, yeah, it's, it's like, not a one... Um, it's not, like only for this one purpose but basically what he wanted to do was create that old thing but like his old version version one of his sculpture and represent it in a newer version more like more engaging active version and um yeah so i I got involved they asked and and i sort of like i was pretty skeptical when i was going in because i'm like uh are people going to be like treating this like, <laughs> oh, video games are evil, oh, violence of video games, etc., etc.? Uh, I don't really want to like hold that up or whatever. But uh, no, instead, I uh, like personally, I just sort of reconciled within myself this idea that, like, if anything, it sort of further separates, it further defines the separation between games and reality because it's not like it's not real blood and like these the actions i'm taking they're 1000% divorced from the actual reality of doing like committing violence against another person it is it was like ultimately a like a goof like yeah. i I've, I've found it pretty funny i mean it was initially off-putting like i did it twice i did it for two sessions i did the initial session which was uh, half an hour after the place opened and it was empty um and i did the full session when like the whole thing was in full swing we had a packed crowd we had like all the computers were being played as opposed to the first one i think there was four of us and we had some bots on deck um yeah the second one we had a full deck um i left after that one because apparently like the last sessions always pretty much like the first one and i felt like i'd done enough um they weren't paying me to be there so uh yeah i did the first one and yeah like you're sitting there and it sprays you and it is initially off-putting it's it's definitely off-putting like it's a spray in the face or something right like it works on cats right you want a cat to not do something you spray them in the face right uh so yeah you get like a fucking squirt of fucking shit in your in your eyes and you're like eh. um and then over time you just sort of get used to it you're just like fucking whatever just just shut the fuck up and kill damn it um yeah we're playing on fy ice world do you remember ice world the that small that tiny map with a cross in the center and like the outsides and there's always all those guns on the bottom there was i always remember i i would have thought we'd play on that or um do you remember that other one it was like blood something i thought blood it was like a like a square right yeah a square and it had the same amount like guns everywhere and that kind of shit do you remember what it's called i can't remember what it's called it was like blood, blood something but i thought 
whatever that was, considering it had blood in the name, would have been a more apt map. But um, apparently, Riley really liked Ice World. It was like a, a favorite map of his. So uh, yeah, we played that, and uh, yeah, we were um, we're just. Yeah, first session, just slaying. I was playing with um, Miles, uh, who used to be on Screenplay, is a Call of Duty uh, CWL, like, caster. Yeah, like, good dude. Uh, we're friends, I guess. I don't know. Professional acquaintances, whatever. Uh, but yeah, it was good playing alongside him. Uh, I destroyed him. I destroyed everyone. It was actually pretty easy to win. I don't understand if they put the call out for Counter-Strike players or just gamers in general or what, but I fucked everyone. It was good times. And uh, yeah, by the end, I looked like a absolute bloody mess. Uh, we had to be really careful. One of the really interesting things is because uh, Cockatoo Island is a world heritage site, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, they had to be really careful with not getting the sprayed blood fucking everywhere behind us. So they... they tone down the spray a bit because if they'd gone too hard then uh it would have like sprayed the sandstone behind them when they would have had all this cleanup stuff and so there was sort of like a, a murder scene type like layout underneath it because you were like on top of all this protective shit so it, was, it wasn't plastic sheeting but it was it was sheeting and then you had this path that you had to walk on you weren't allowed to walk off the path if you'd been sprayed with blood uh, mm. lest you drip onto the the floors the sandstone floors and all that kind of stuff and yeah so there was like uh there was a lot of like structure around this concept of getting <laughs> sprayed in the face while uh playing counter-strike um right it's yeah it was good fun though and um the second second one yeah it was packed uh and it felt a lot easier to get a lot of kills i mean that, that's always the way in uh deathmatch right like the more players the more opportunities you have to kill people uh but yeah it was it was a, it was an interesting one again sure. i started and the initial sprays in the face were off-putting and then you accustom yourself to it and you're like don't worry about this i got sure. this uh they were i guess um they had analyzed that i was uh quite well i was decent at counter-strike uh well my skills haven't all like left me behind yet uh so they ran out of blood <laughs> uh no um they but they they were they live streamed it you can actually go watch it if you go on the festival of dangerous ideas facebook page um they live streamed it and the viewpoint of the player they spent most of the time on was me they were telling me afterwards uh, I, I haven't watched it back because I don't know. Uh, but I know for a fact I got two fucking spectacular double bangs, like beautiful double bangs at the orb. And I nearly got one with a scout, which I was I would have I was fucking gutted when like I didn't get the kill. But uh, yeah, I would have been very happy. I lined them lined them up perfectly. I I got well in the zone by the end. I was just fucking banging cunts all over the place. So, uh, yeah, I was uh, I was on fire. I won uh, the death match. Um, at one point, the person who was coming second, this chick who was sitting across from me, uh, she was she'd been she switched to my side because uh, 
three of them had sat down on the other side at the start of the session. I sat down alone in the same seat I'd sat down before, uh, and all three of them joined terrorists, and I joined the counter-terrorist uh, counter team. And, and so I was playing alone for a little bit. Fucking caning motherfuckers, because I've got three options, they've only got one. But five minutes in, um, this chick switched to my team, and so it was 2v2, and then the seats almost immediately filled out. And so it was just a, uh, it was even Stevens. It was 4v4. And um, yeah, this chick, like the same chick, switched back to the terrorist side right near the end. Because uh, I, I heard her talking. You, we didn't have headphones or anything. I heard her talking. She's like, oh, the only person beating me is on the same team as me. I can't catch him up unless I kill him specifically. Hmm. So I'm going to switch back to your team. And so she did. And uh, it was a mistake because the team's all upsided again. We had fewer, pl uh, fewer players than them. And as always, uh, more more opportunities to kill. So I, I struck out an even larger lead and managed to, to win it all. Uh, I, I got a bunch of knife kills, which was always entertaining. I, I don't know if it was on purpose, um, I think it's tweaked to the amount of damage you do, but it didn't seem, it didn't feel like it translated like that in, like with an AWP, but I felt like the knife kills sprayed you with more blood. I don't know if it was on purpose or if it was even translating that, but mm. I felt like getting knife kills sprayed you with the most blood out of any. Well, it makes sense because you're closer, right? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah. Hmm. Cool. It was, it was so it's good. our background image for today. People would have seen, right? Uh, if they're on YouTube, I guess. Yeah, if you're on YouTube, uh, would, are you going to use it for the uh, for the? Yeah, I can do promo that. picture. Sure. Cool. It is very disturbing. Gold. Uh, that was like I didn't take a photo. I think I was bloodier in the first game. Uh, I think they diluted it more for the second, so it was a bit runnier. Uh, because my shirt after the first game was crazy. Uh, yeah, crazy bloody. And it was like thick. But yeah, I think they diluted it a bit more, like watered it down a little bit more. Maybe they were worried about running out. I don't know. Uh, but yeah. So it didn't look as bloody as I thought it would. But I didn't take a photo of the first session before I'd wiped my face. So all I had was like streaks of blood in, in my neck beard um and yeah that's I, I guess that's that was it and then I had to go like then I went home uh covered in blood hmm. or fake blood I had to catch a ferry and then I had to catch a bus to get home um and yeah uh I got some looks I got some pretty weird <laughs> looks uh but I changed my shirt so it only my pants were soaked in blood. And so it looked like I had had the most violent orgasm of all time. Like I just, <laughs> I'd come so much that I'd gone through the semen and all the way and I'd started coming blood. That's what it looked like. Like it just, my pants were just <laughs> disgusting. Um, but yeah, it washed out really easy, which is cool. Uh, the, like it all of it washed out really quick. Um, only one wash didn't even need like stain remover or anything so yeah 
uh, that was good, and yeah, that was about it. Uh, it was like ultimately a, a really interesting experience. Uh, I'm glad. I'm 100% glad I did it. It was a lot of fun, and like I, you know, I, I just had fun smashing motherfuckers at Counter Strike, and then yeah, then I went back and played some Red Dead. Easy peasy. Cool. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about it, and I reckon they should take it to IEM or something. They should do it at IEM. I reckon it'd be fucking. I reckon it'd smash at IEM. It'd go so well with a bunch of like hardcore Counter Strike players on deck to to try it out. Yeah. Like, you I think pro- you need to tone it up. Like, oh like yeah, it needs to be more blood. Like, it needs to spray you. I would. What I would do is get plastic sheeting, like from fucking like when Dexter is going to murder someone and he drapes a you know a, a room and that shit. I would create like just drape plastic sheeting all around and have like a fucking super soaker sitting in front of you that just fucking gunned blood into your face and yeah that's what that's how i do it like anytime you damage someone Mm. it'd fuck you up uh the alternative the other thing i was thinking is what if you had it so that it sprayed you with blood when you got hit instead of when you like dealt damage it would be a different i I suppose a different statement right a different sort of message ultimately people that got killed the most yeah it would be like that that'd be i reckon that'd be some visual uh mockery that you could use and it's also sort of be reminiscent of you know call of duty's sort of like damage thing how the screen gets bloodier except it'd be your face getting bloodier Hmm. but yeah there's a, uh, yeah, I don't know. It was it was super interesting. I'm I'm really glad I did it. Cool. Yeah. Cool. All right. Um, what else can we talk about? What else have we got here? Uh, damsel. Damsel. What's damsel? Damsel is a, a game out of uh, Brisbane, out of or Queensland. Okay. Um, we got, I got a code for this. I think you might have as well. Oh, maybe not. I think it was maybe through PAX. They they must have sent a bunch of codes through the through PAX or something like that because that's where I'm getting sort of a vibe from this one. Right. Um, it is a 2D platforming game, um, sort of in the same vein as like a maybe like a Super Meat Boy type thing where you've got a a level and you've got to try and finish it in a certain amount of time sure um but it's obviously like it doesn't look like super meat boy it's it's definitely got more art it's prettier it's got more things going for it um you're you're a a vampire slayer named damsel and you're trying to basically kill vampires throughout the level um and each level has its own little like um objective to do sometimes it'll be you need to kill a certain amount of vampires sometimes it'll be you've got to destroy coffins or um hack security terminals um maybe rescue um i think they're called hostages in the game or or like people that have been captured and uh once you do that then the, the level basically ends and and um I think you've got a certain amount of time on each level. It could be three minutes for all of them. Not a hundred percent sure. Only, only ever ran out of time once, um, where it came up and said, "You know, you failed basically." 
And um, so you're, you're trying to do this as quickly as possible. And the quicker that you do each level, the more points you get. And um, and as you progress through the game, it keeps throwing more and more sort of twists and turns in the game. So you'll start off and it's just basically like, hey, you know, you need to make your way through and kill all these vampires. And, and she has like a shotgun and it's got a certain amount of shots before it needs to sort of charge up again. Um, or you can go up and sort of stake them in, in like a melee hit. Uh, each vampire has a certain amount of hit points. Sometimes it'll go down in one hit. Other times you've got to hit them four or five times, depending on sort of what type of enemy they are. Um, and that's like its basic form. It'll throw vampires at you. And then it'll be like, all right, now there are hostages. You've got to try and uh, like s- capture or, or sorry, uh, rescue. And you've got to make sure you don't hurt the hostages. Uh, and then they'll start throwing environmental sort of things at you where maybe spikes were in the way um, or there'll be security cameras that spawn extra vampires um, or there could be like uh, dynamite in the room and if you get close to it it'll trigger like a countdown you've got to try and defuse the the dynamite in a certain amount of time while also having to deal with all the other things that are around you and so this just starts like escalating as the missions go on and sort of sort of adds more and more things you've got to worry about um it's a really interesting game. I'm kind of conflicted about it because it's got some really cool ideas. But at the same time, it's trying to get you to do these things as quickly as possible. Um, but you don't have to because you can really take your time with this. You don't have to like speed run it through. And that's where I think it sort of stumbles. It doesn't really know whether or not it's supposed to be a game that you're supposed to finish really quickly. Or right. you can kind of just take your time. Because um, the thing is... the you can be on a mission that's like, hey, kill 12 vampires. But on this mission, there are like people you need to rescue or terminals you can hack or coffins you can destroy. And each time you do one of these things, you get points. So you could focus on doing all the vampire objectives and not worry about these extra points and just blitz through it um, in a certain amount of time. And, and then all of a sudden you finish the map and it gives you a score depending on like hey here's all the things you've done and it sort of sort of lists them but then the points really don't matter it's like a game of whose line is it anyway because <laughs> i don't really understand what i'm doing with all these points there's no leaderboard system as far as i can tell uh, it'd be cool if it came up was like hey here's your friends list here's how you've sort of compared to everybody else in your in your friends list or around the world but it just sort of re- gives you points and then it's like next mission um, so you don't really, really, you don't really know why you're doing these things or what's the purpose of it. Like, should I replay that mission and try and get more points or should I replay it and do the time, like try and do it quicker? Um, I was confused about sort of how I should be playing the game. And, and then it does, it doesn't do a great job of explaining a bunch of the mechanics as well. Like, um, for instance, the dynamite when you get close to it it'll start that countdown and then you go up and initiate it it's like like each one of these things are like little mini games like rescuing the hostage or defusing the dynamite and so you you'll jump on the dynamite and it's like a sideways guitar hero type rhythm game thing where it's got a bunch of notches and you've got to hit it in time to the beat um but sometimes it'll be like, oh, these notches are different colors. Sometimes there'll be a green one and sometimes there's a red one and other times there's a yellow one. And you're only supposed to hit it on like the yellow colored ones or the orange colored ones, not the other colors. But it doesn't explain that to you. 
Like um, it, it just assumes that you're supposed to know this, and it's this trial and error thing. And then so it's like this: you start going through your mind. Well, does the green one mean I get more time, or does the red one mean instant fail? And it's like no, it's just when you hit hit those ones that you're not supposed to, it just sort of shortens the time down. Uh, but the game doesn't explain that to you, and so it starts throwing these little like mini games into the into the mix, which is like the rescuing people, or there are ones where there are terminals and there's weird symbols on them, and it's in like a grid, and it'll be high, like each square will start to highlight, and then it'll jump to the next square, and then to the next square, and you've got to press the right combination, um, and each time it jumps to the next square, it's it's in a pattern, so you know where the next one is going to go. But if you fail it, you end up starting that pattern again, and maybe it's in now a different pattern, but you've still got to press the right combination. Um, and so it's this weird trial and error thing of just like you've got to figure out exactly what the gimmick is behind it, um, and it doesn't explain any of these mechanics to you at all. Uh, so that's a right. bit annoying. Little so bit it's yeah, it's just a sorry trial and error. Yeah, it's just a trial and error thing, and it's sort of. I just feel like the game doesn't really know what it's trying to be. Like it's got all these really cool ideas in there, but it's sort of pulling you in two different directions of being like, "Hey, do you want to be a game where you're trying to get the most amount of points, or do you want to try and finish it as soon as possible without, um, you know, st- like stumbling?" Because each time you finish, or sorry, each time you um, you fail a a level, it'll be like you respawn really quickly, and it's like fourth attempt or fifth attempt. It does that. Um, like the Super Meat Boy stuff, or those types of games where you got to try and finish. Is it like uh, those running games? Um, and Cannibal and stuff. Oh, right, yeah. yeah, yeah. Where you're trying to just try and get through it as quickly as possible. Yeah. Um, and it tells you like how many times you've done it. But in this case, it's just like you can really take your time because it feels like you have enough time to get through a bunch of these levels. Mm. Um, and it seems like if you want to start really pushing your limit, it comes down to how many of these side sort of tasks do you want to try and do to get the most amount of points. But then at the end of the day, it doesn't seem like any of these points really matter for anything because I couldn't see any leaderboard systems where it's like matching you up against people. There is a, um, like a, a challenge mode. And I think it re it sort of, um, maybe refreshes every week, once a week. And there was four names on the list when I was looking at it. Yeah. Um, and that, even at that stage, I couldn't really figure out what was going on because I played, I clicked on challenge, I did the mission, and then it seemed to load up another mission. So I didn't really understand like how many missions are there. It didn't really give me an idea. I thought it was just going to be one level and be like, all right, try and beat this level and get the most amount of points. But that doesn't seem to be what it was. Um, so yeah, like it's hard to hard to gauge sort of what they're really going for because I do think there's some interesting stuff behind it. Um, like there's some cool ideas there, but at the same time, it doesn't seem like they've really nailed down what type of game they want it to be, which is a bit disappointing. Because see, it's definitely got potential. There's a lot there, a lot of cool things there. Um, I just watched. But, I was watching a video of it while you were talking about it. Yeah, I like the way the scores. Like sort of fall down. Does that still happen, or is that only for the? Yeah, yeah. So when you get um, that's cool. When you kill things or or do certain objectives, it sort of interacts with the environment a little bit. Yeah, the points um, seem like they have a little 
like exist in the world for a few seconds or whatever. Yeah, and it's the kind of thing where you've got to be careful because all right, this this um, this vampire's got one hit point and this one's got four, and like you you if you kill that one vampire, the the next one there's a hostage in front of him and you can't shoot because you'll end up shooting the hostage. So you got to either get close or um, maybe try and avoid it. And so you got to really think about what you're doing and how you're approaching each level. And it is this thing of like each time you go through it, you start to learn. All right, there's a bunch of there's a security camera up here I've got to try and deal with, or there's certain types of um, vampires on this side that I've got to worry about. Um, and then it keeps throwing like different types of vampires that have their different abilities and, and that sort of stuff at you. Um, there are like three. Well, there, there's two. Um, two like missions or two, two sort of campaign missions uh each one has a couple dozen different levels in there there is a third campaign but i don't believe that's released yet it says coming soon right um but, but there is like this story behind it there's like a comic um sort of panel in between each mission and it goes through and tells you sort of what's going on and behind the scenes and, and playing out this sort of uh filling out the world of what's going on so yeah, it's it's okay. I, I think it's got a bit a bit more work to do, um, yeah. and I think if they throw in some maybe leaderboard stuff to kind of try and just give the player an idea of what they're working towards, like why are they doing, why are you doing all these things, and and that kind of would give you an idea of why, like what really matters in this world, like sh- what certain things I should be going after. Because at the end of the day, I don't, I haven't replayed any missions. I just haven't felt the need to. Yeah. Um, like oh i could have done that mission again like so much more quicker uh, or i could have maybe avoided the objective and went and did these other side things to get more points but at the end of the day it just doesn't matter the it video i was watching looked like it had like a bit of a a flow to like you know like a skateboarding run sort of vibe like you yeah. could get like the perfect sort of loop and like you could fucking work that out and that would nail the the mission as fast as humanly possible or whatever yeah but yeah if it doesn't have leaderboards uh, like yeah i'm not sure why you would want to do that yeah right and it's incentivizing that like loop thing because there are skulls on the map and each time you collect one it builds up a combo meter yeah um and then you've got a countdown like all right you've got a couple of seconds before that ticks down and you reset your combo but if you go and get another objective or another one of these skulls and it keeps ticking up and you get more points but you just it doesn't really seem to matter yeah like, why you're doing any of this stuff so um yeah it like it looks pretty it, it plays okay controls can be a little bit clunky mm. um but uh, yeah i sat down and and i would play like 20 missions at a time over a couple of days and i was having fun with it it just didn't really know why i was doing any of this stuff so yeah. Cool. Anyway, uh, it's called Damsel. It's out on um, Steam at the moment. It's an Australian game from Screen Queensland. I think who's the ones that support it? Cool. Yeah. Anyway, Good find. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, what else? Screw Tape Studios, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. What else is on our list? Call of Duty Black Ops Four. Jackpack, Jackbox, Party Pack 5. <laughs> Jackpack, Pack, Pock. Jackbox, Party Pack 5. We'll talk about Blops 4 in a second. Okay. Uh, I played this on the weekends. Uh, I told you you should come over and you decided not to because you're a hater. 
Um, when was this? On the weekend. Last Friday. Um, yeah. What was I doing? Nothing. Not coming over and playing games with me. I don't remember this at all. Classic. Oh, this is when I was sick. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> oh, I'm a hater. You're a hater. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, so, yeah, uh, I got this. We were playing it. Uh, I'm going to have to bring it up because I can't remember all the games. There's a couple. There's some extremely memorable ones and there's some less memorable ones. Uh, so let me bring it up. Um but yeah, Jackbox Party Pack 5. We weren't big fans of Jackbox Party Pack 4. Uh, no. Yeah, it didn't really smash, I guess. Uh, but I feel like it had one good game in there that I liked, and that was probably about it. Oh, I had yeah. the uh, Murder Mystery Party, right? No, that's that was three. Murder Mystery right. Trivia, trivia is, is three. Uh, that's definitely one of my Ugh. favorites from the Jackbox series I think it's better than You Don't Know Jack to be honest uh, Fibbage 3 was in there that's probably yeah. the only one I like yeah alright so Jackbox Party Pack 5 has five games um, yeah so there's Zeeple Dome Zeeple Dome is a actual like an action game where you like it's like multiplayer fucking Angry Birds basically uh, and it did not translate well into our drunken uh, playing games on our phones while sitting in the same room as one of like basically you have a little thing and you fling yourself up at a monster the monster's on the TV screen and so yeah you've it's literally a fucking angry burns type thing you flick down and it'll draw back on a drawstring and throw yourself up at the monster and you're trying to bash into the monster and kill it and each person has a different color and sometimes the monster will change into a different color and only the person who's the corresponding color can kill it so if it's a blue monster then only the blue character can destroy it at that time uh and that's about it it is maybe fun uh like if you're after like a full-blown action game i guess like an action party game or something but we weren't in the mood for it. We were in the mood for, like, goofy shit. And right. it's not what it delivered. Um, then there was Patently Stupid, uh, where uh, it's a drawing game. And you draw things that have been, like... So it, it's it'll ask you... Uh, it'll give you, like, a phrase, like... Um, fuck, I can't even remember a good one. Um, like... I never realized I needed a blank and then someone writes the blank and then you draw what's written and uh yeah that's about that's about all there is to that one it's not it's yeah I guess they they love their um their drawing games and I think they are usually a hit but it doesn't really compete with uh what's the auction one the painting one where you like paint stuff in I think it's two I don't know Bid- the- Bidage no yeah Bidiot 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 yeah no. Bidiot uh, Bidiot is bit. no uh, there's there's that and then there's uh, the T- TKO or T Fury I fucking or- hate that game you hate how could you hate it it's just so rare it's like it's yeah it's amazing I bought one of the shirts I don't know where it is but I should have it's it's pretty it's pretty bad uh, I, I I drew a clown 
because my wife hates clowns. Right. Uh, so I drew a clown, and then uh, I wrote "Hi Fiona" above it to try and fuck with her. <laughs> Yeah. And then, uh, and then someone wrote as the slogan for the T-shirt, wrote "Pee in my mouth," and so it reads, "Hi Fiona, pee in my mouth," and there's a picture of a creepy clown, and uh, so I bought that shirt because it's too funny, but I can literally never wear it anywhere. Um, so yeah, there's, there's except that. around the house, obviously around the house. Um, so yeah, that, that's uh, patently stupid. Then there is uh, split the room. Um, where you create strange and divisive hypothetical situations. Oh, this is this is one where, uh, again, sort of like a fill in the blanks type thing, and uh, you're trying to get people to be divided on a certain topic. So you're trying to get them to like say, uh, oh fuck, I can't even. Like we're pretty drunk. We're pretty drunk. Um, yeah, I can't remember. Fuck. You say something, something happens, blah, 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 whatever. Um, it's just, it's, it's one of those games where you're trying to like get people to split across, like you get more points if people's answers are split and it doesn't Mm. work that great with only four people, I think, uh, because you wind up like sort of like three answers, three, three choices total. Um, oh, you're on the last train of the night and a man, uh, sitting across from you is an adorable old man. Right after he departs, you notice he left behind his cat carrier. Do you chase after him? Uh, and so you write, so you notice he left behind his blank. And so someone writes in the, the blank, his, I don't know, electrified dildo, uh, his cat carrier, his sex robot etc etc do you chase after him but you want people to split as to whether or not they they're like gonna help so you want some people to say yes and some to say no and that's that's the function of the game it is it's fun it's just devolves pretty quickly when you're drunk uh and isn't great with just four people it would be definitely one of those ones with but that would be better with more people uh Mm. then there is you don't know jack uh which is uh for the first time an eight player version so you can have eight people playing uh it's not as good as murder trivia party i'm gonna say it i don't think it is as as entertaining as murder trivia party i'm sorry i'm sorry jack uh i'm sorry cookie masterson or whatever your name is uh but i think the the murder trivia party is better it's more interesting um but it is basically just a trivia trivia game and then yeah but then, is it the same is it one of the um because the first one was like categories like you'd pick a specific like genre uh no it's 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 wasn't flexible. it i don't well this isn't i don't the first one wasn't wasn't it where you pick like genres or we didn't no? do anything like that i can't remember that i don't know uh, and the last game is Mad vs. City, uh, where you are a rap battling robot, and this was a hit. It was 100% a hit. Um, you basically, it asks you to like pick a, a word. It'll be like, give me a noun, or give me a adjective, or something like that. And uh, it'll sort of give you a hint as to where you should be going. So it'll be, give me a noun, 
fruit related or something. And so you'll be like, uh, watermelon. And then it will write on your screen a line um, with the word watermelon. Uh, you're the worst. I'll bust you open like a watermelon. And then you have to write the following line as a as a rap. And uh, so then you have to fucking rhyme something with watermelon. Uh, um, I don't know. Okay, and then everybody votes on it? No. Um, then it pits you against one of the other people who was playing and puts you, like, puts a beat behind it and then it has, uh, like, Microsoft Sam read it out. Uh, <laughs> but there's, like, five different Sams. There's five different people who all read it out. Uh, yeah. And, and yeah, so they, or they all read out whatever the fuck you've written. Uh, so usually it actually does a pretty good job of reading it as well, which is pretty amusing. And, uh, yeah, you're just trying to like put the smack down. So then they read out, so it reads out one and then it reads out the other, it's a rap battle. And then, yeah, you vote on who won, uh, the, the battle as a result. Uh, it's pretty entertaining. Uh, my wife is a surprisingly good battle rapper. Uh, when a robot is speaking for her, I guess. I am awful at it. Because it'll be like, pick a noun, fruit related. I'll be like, fucking watermelon. And I'll spend the next like 60 seconds being like, what the fuck rhymes with watermelon? What is wrong with me? I'd probably pick orange most of the time, to be honest. Be like, Don't do that. Orange. Eminem will fucking shut you down. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And, and I'm like, oh god, I can't fucking rhyme anything. Ah. And then, yeah, so I will like, I I missed. And if you fail to put something in, it's not yeah. like it suggests something for you. It goes, goobity goobly goobly goo. I didn't do this correctly, or I don't know how this game works, or farbity fart. I'm bad at games, and it just shits on you. So uh, it's that one's good when you're drunk. That one is a very good party game. Uh, and I can definitely see you playing more of that uh, in a party scenario. Um, and it's eight players as well. So that's good. I think, oh, oh the Zeeple Dome isn't eight players. It's a six player. It's the worst of the bunch. So it doesn't matter. We'll probably never play it again. Anyway, uh, overall though, it's good. Like, Jabbos Party Pack 5, it's a good one. Could, I would like a Murder Trivia Party 2. Uh, so I can scream no fingers, no fingers, no fingers, no fingers every time I get something wrong. But other than that, uh, yeah. I think they really nailed it this time. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they always seem to do like one or two really good ones mm. sometimes. And then there's a couple of it's like, oh, average or below average. Well, I think you could get away with playing like four, like four of these and you wouldn't, be like if you only had you don't know jack and patently stupid i don't think you would be mad at it like it, hmm. it's not that they're not the preferred ones like in in the mix but they're still pretty good um uh, how, and that's what 20 bucks is it they usually go for no it was fucking 30 bucks what no they're crazy they are crazy crazy yep all right that's it cool. black black oh. ops 4 yeah, Black Ops 4. Um, yeah, so as I said, been playing a bit of that. 
since uh, since everyone else is sort of still working their way through Red Dead. Uh, but we're still getting a good crew, like every night, about four people. Yeah. Not, not like four or five. Sometimes we're having a fifth jump in. Right. Um, well, I've only been jumping in the last couple of nights. I've technically finished that other game. Yeah. Uh, or have I? Um, yeah. Yeah, it's been good. Um, they still updating it like every day, um, whether or not it's like, hey, we're doing a Black Ops update today or we're doing Zombies update or multiplayer. Um, sometimes they patch all three modes. Um, they've been pretty pretty good and consistent still about what they're doing with that game, what they're updating. Um, yesterday, they took out nine bangs in um, Blackout mode. Yeah, which have been um, pretty powerful. Basically, the way nine bangs work, uh, they are like flash grenades, um, but they are like overpowered flash grenades. You cook nine, them nine for times about them. Yeah, so basically, you can cook them, and there's a notch, um, three notches, while you're cooking them, and each time you build up one of those notches, it makes the grenade more powerful. So if you manage to go it all the way through, um, it, it will cook. 100% of the way you throw it it lands that first grenade explodes and then all these little ones sort of explode around you and it keeps like flashing and blinding you forever and ever until you can't see anymore and you're, you're dead yep. that's the way is, is only ever white anymore and it's when you turn it off it's white and when you turn it back on it's white and, uh, and then you turn it off and turn it back on again one more time and you're back in the lobby yeah, I did, oh, I did see a, uh, a good... Some good memes. Good yeah, meme, right. yeah. To, what was it? Uh, could could we have an update where when my opponent nine bangs me, I'm automatically re-queued? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, some good ones. Like, there was one where um, someone got nine banged and the screen, like, went from white to normal, but they were in an older Call of Duty map. <laughs> <laughs> like you get nine bangs so hard it sends you back to an old version of Call of Duty so there's some good ones going around um, but yeah it's it, it does need to be addressed like there's something um, like you just can't do anything for like four or five seconds you just can't see if they manage to get off one of those really good cooks uh, yeah. I think the solution is to drop it to, to three seconds or um, maybe one second each cook and then go from there something like that just do flashbangs get rid of single bangs yeah i don't see what they add uh have a flashbang as a shorter version of concussion but it actually like alters your vision significantly yeah i killed i I got concussed yesterday last night i managed to kill a dude through it because i had the hades yeah and so I just held down at the fucking general direction of where the fuck he was going to be and he ran into all of that bullet fire. Uh, yeah. Like, if I was blind, though, if I was proper blind, like, concussion sort of fucks your vision a bit, but it doesn't it slows you completely. down. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, it does that too. Um, if I, yeah, if I was blind, I wouldn't even know where the fuck to look. Hmm. Um, so there, there would be an upside there. Yeah. That's about it. I don't know. Yeah, there's um there's some work that needs to be done on it. I think um yeah, I think maybe you're right. Just make it a flashbang and go from there. They they've tried doing things like grenades. A lot of grenades were stackable at one stage where you could pick up a certain amount of them, and it was like, all right, you only needed one slot to 
to really put this grenade in and then you could stack a bunch of them in there but they've gone away from a lot of that where one grenade per slot to sort of tone that down a bit yeah um i think it's an interesting move or, or a good way of addressing all that sort of stuff I'm um, i mean it gets to the point where you'll end up with just teams with fucking 20 grenades because they're all stacking and you're running up against like four dudes each one's got like three or four grenades and it just becomes a grenade match and that's i don't know if that's fun <laughs> i guess but on the on the other hand like it does sort of mean that i guess, i guess the molotov never really stacked right but it does sort of mean that you're never going to carry a molotov right i, I mean, carry them why why because the aerial denier they do is fucked like it's terrible I like downing someone and then throwing a Molotov at them and running away. <laughs> Alright, so maybe for Because then they purposes, can't get rest. Like, <laughs> Reset. Uh, other than that, like, yeah. Just doesn't, yeah. I don't know. Or I did one the other night. Hmm. I did it actually not on purpose. Uh, some dude I downed and it was at the start of the game and all I had was barbed wire so I put barbed wire down on, and on top of him and then ran away. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Did he die? Yeah. He died, yeah, eventually. That's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. I uh, I punched a dude five times last night, and I did 115 damage. They uh, must have like lowered the damage you do in a punch or something. I don't know. You never feels... did any damage. That is pathetic. That's like, why Brawler's there. <laughs> if, if you can't pick up a fucking gun... Then you're not going to pick up Brawler. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Brawler's pretty bad. I mean, they buffed it by putting like a, a life leech on it. No, it's always had a life leech on it. Really? Yeah. I think they increased the amount that you get out of it. But it's always oh, had, okay. It always had like 50 or so health regain since the get-go. It's always been useless though. Uh, yeah, it's like, yeah, I, I was so fucking salty because I punched the fuck out of this guy. I was like literally just running because he managed to land at the tunnel at, uh, where the fuck were we? The underground section at, uh, fracking. Yeah, right. We're at fracking and we went, like we both landed and went into the underground, but I was like a step behind him. So I'm just fucking punching him in the back while we're running down this fucking hallway. And, uh, he's like sort of juking a little. So he might've dodged like three of my hits, but I got... I would have gotten eight in if I'd gotten them all in. Instead, he dodged three and I only got five. And he managed to get around the corner. There's a gun here. Like, there's a gun to our front and there's a, mm. another gun to our left. And so I run for the one for the front when he turns left. And uh, I pick up one of those, that fucking machine pistol bullshit. And he picks up the auto shotgun. And uh, so I <laughs> died in one hit to the auto shotgun, even though I'd fucking punched him a billion times. It just felt fucking super shitty. Uh, so yeah, they need to, I reckon they need to do something about that. I mean, five hits, that should have been a kill. It should have been dead. He got the fucking shit punched out of him. I'd be dead in Red Dead. Fuck. I can't, I can't seem to cop three hits without fucking worrying... <laughs> very heavily about my well-being i'm like oh god this is it this is it for me i'm dead anyway um yeah so there was that we i don't know i don't know what's going on it's a lot faster paced uh now i feel like like yeah it's because of the the time to kill has been shortened yeah with the, I, with the I armor changes but i'm still taking fights like it's the same i'm yeah. still like standing and delivering and 
I shouldn't be. And I just haven't adjusted yet. So, yeah, I feel like people are getting away with shit that they shouldn't. And, like, uh, yeah, some fights that I, I normally win. I just haven't been, which is annoying. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I just got to adjust to that. But it's still good fun. Um, going to get back into it pretty soon. I'm nearly finished that other game. Very close to yeah. being fully finished it. And they've yeah. got th- that thing we talked about last week, the um, the like event they've got running. It's like a compendium mm. reward system. So the more you play, the more um, you rank up and you start getting cosmetic items out of the game. Yeah. Um, it's, I think we said last week, pretty similar to the, the Fortnite structure. Yeah. Um, but instead, they don't have... From, at the moment, they don't have like the extra tier where it's like if you buy the season pass, then you get these extra unlocks. At the moment, it's purely just you play the game, you get the unlocks. You can buy them, but there's no, there's not like an extra layer on top of it. Um, so that's cool. I'm like uh, the the what's it called Halloween mode that's going on at the moment. It's a couple days left. I think I've got like two more levels, and I've gotten all of the the cosmetic stuff and the you know the gestures and all that sort of thing out of it um yep. so that's cool it's like a little rewarding way of playing it i still haven't done any of the skin unlocks or the um the extra characters where it's like collect one of these and then go and do this certain type of mission and then finish the match i still haven't looked at doing any of those things yet um but i think they're an interesting way of having unlocks like it sort of makes you sort of try and do different things um there's one going around at the moment it's like a pyro guy and you have to collect something and then kill someone with a molotov so you'd like you'd like that one. Oh um, yeah fuck yeah yeah but that you know it's, it's an interesting way of doing that like unlock systems um and there is an event at the moment where they've got one of the bosses from the zombies mode i think it's nine and they've put him up near the asylum and you get something for for killing him yeah. Um, what it is, I'm not sure. Have you looked into that? I think it's the start of a character unlock. Okay, cool. phase. Yeah, right. And I think I think you only get it one, like one per player as well. So it's not like everyone can get it in a squad. Sure. sure. Yeah. You'd have to do it four times. Um, but yeah, um, I haven't looked into it too much. I've got a couple of the unlocks. Um, just like I did that one where you have to put a bunch of barricades down. And then, like, finish in seventh place or something. Uh, and I did the... No, not eighth. Uh, and I did the collect three armor plates. That one's super easy. I mean, just do it anytime. I don't understand how he's not, like, universally unlocked at this point. Because they stack. They, you can stack three of them. It's not like they take oh, up really? three slots. Yeah, so... I just never just, pick them up. Just fucking pick up... Yeah, three. It's easy. I'm always like, no, fuck that. <laughs> Just you'd also have to get three kills, so I understand why you you don't want to do I'd it. I'd struggle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's good. It's good fun. Um, yeah, I was getting a bit frustrated last night. Just haven't adjusted to the time to kill difference yet, but I will. Um, I just yeah, just got to get to that point, that mental point where yeah, it's just weird. You know, you can't take fights that you used to be able to you'd win like guaranteed, and it's just annoying. Um, yeah yeah because if they've got a better gun than you or they've yeah, got exactly. more armor <laughs> just like oh like, fuck it de- definitely feels Wait. like armor and yeah and gun choice we had a game last night me Cleb and uh, Dr. E3 Money 
um, had a game last night where we were we came I think like fifth or something. We we're in the like last dregs of this thing, and we had uh, I had a fucking Spitfire, the forty five SMG. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. And the revolver. Those were my yep. guns. Uh, and <laughs> Drew had uh, I can't remember what he had. But he had garbage as well. Uh, I think he had like an auto shotty and uh, had an SMG. No, and the fucking Rampart, which he hates. And um, yeah, and we were just like literally just lying on the edge of this fucking circle waiting. Please don't come this way. And we're like, we like, oh, and better still, neither of us had any health. Um, I was at like 93 or something. Yeah. And Drew was at like 45 or something. Uh, like neither has had any fucking help and he managed to like kill at least one dude after getting down to one health <laughs> wow like yeah. literally one yeah it was pretty good but yeah um so I also feel like the looting tables might have been changed a little as well I don't know if it's being impacted by uh, the introduction of new character like missions hmm. or what is going on there but yeah we definitely, we were definitely grossly under, under geared, and yeah. it didn't. It felt tough. Mm. Yeah. It seems like they've uh, they're playing around with SMGs as well, right? The making them a bit more usable at distances as opposed to like the damage. The sorry, the bullet drop. Um, trying to buff that a little bit. So yeah, I don't know, like. It's still uh, it's still some work to go. Like there are some guns that are just useless at range, and you just yeah. get shredded by someone with like a KN or, or something like that. It's got like a high bullet velocity, yeah. Um, or like Paladins are fucking ridiculously strong. Um, Ugh. they're like they, the god they were donks. Yeah, <laughs> I got two sweet fucking sweet plinks with the Paladin yesterday, and we managed to still fuck it up and lose. It's yeah. pretty good pretty good i was pretty happy about that situation and then i started another fight what's that revolver sniper rifle you know the one i'm talking about it's got like the revolver the outlaw the outlaw yeah i tried to do the same thing with an outlaw line this dude's head up and then fucking woo, no headshot and i must have hit him in the fucking neck or something right but, uh it was a mistake he was not down like i thought it was gonna be just didn't have the, like it was the same range as the paladin headshot though so i saw I, I figured i had it ranged in but it's clearly slightly less yeah yeah oh. i don't know like I'd, I'd i'd like to see them do some interesting stuff with the grenades or the utilities utility items um where maybe they're stackables of two you'd have maybe two two cluster grenades or two frag grenades to um, Molotovs, um, smoke grenade stacks. So I think they're fine. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just to give give you a bit more things to use. Because sometimes I'm running around like, oh shit, I'd really like to take that barbed wire. <laughs> yeah. I can't because like they're still all right to use to area denial. Right, put them in yeah. the front door if you're holding down a house or someone's chasing you. Just fucking drop it and. I, I, I'm a fan of barricades now. Barricades are a bit fucking broken in yeah. certain situations. That The distance on them and the time to kill is just so quick. Yep. Um, you can literally... I, I like putting them next to um, 
corners. Like you sort of just lay them on the corner of a wall and then someone just runs around. If anyone runs in front of that thing, they're dead. It'll just fucking drop them easily if they've got full health. Because yep. a couple of ticks um, yeah. and the fact that you can't move while you're in front of it either, like you're just fucked. Uh, I, I, I got so angry a couple of times I got killed by them. Um, oh, really? And I was like, fuck it, I'm just using these things all the time now. They're great. I just pick <laughs> up. And I run around like three of them and I just get in fights and just drop them. I'm like, fuck you. They're, they're funny. Um, so yeah, just to be able to use some more of the utility stuff that you don't really see around, like having a grappling hook on you or yeah. the barbed wire fence um, or even like drones. I don't carry drones anymore because I just don't see the point when I've got all this other stuff. But if I had a slot for it, then maybe I would. Yeah. Um, but I guess maybe that's what the game's trying to do, right? Is to not have you just be this fucking walking, like, arsenal of things. <laughs> right. I guess, but still. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um, anyway. I mean, there could be that other choice of, like, all right, you've got armor, you get an extra two slots or something, but then they run into that problem of of what happens when the armor's gone. So the PUBG thing where you can still carry stuff, but you can't pick any more up. And armor definitely goes a lot quicker in this than it does in... PUBG so I mean in PUBG you're usually dead if you lose your your armor whereas in this you're still pretty good to go most of the time yeah Yeah. anyway I'm digging up I'm still having a lot of fun with it it's it's really good I would not be surprised if it ends up on some game of the year lists um, that are going around at the end of the year still got a lot of traction I think it's it's in my top 5 for the year yeah I can't win number (laughs) 1 Why not? What else have you been playing, Joe? Oh, what else have we been playing? Uh, yeah, so um, I finished... Uh, I'm up to the epilogue uh, of Red Dead Redemption 2. Um, so, yeah, you are, you're able to continue playing after you finish the uh, key story of Red Dead Redemption 2. And, uh, yeah, that story is something, eh? Uh, I found out that it's multiple endings. Yeah. Yep. Did you know this? Yeah. Uh, I did not. And yeah, there's multiple endings. Now, I like I won't ask you here, but I'd love to know what your what ending you got. Um, I feel like we probably chose the same. <laughs> yeah, we probably wound up in the same place. Yeah. I think it's just dictated by like honor uh, at the end of it. And I got the achievements for maximizing my honor. So... Uh, so maximizing my honor in one direction or the other, and mm-hmm. I maximized it in the good direction, despite still robbing whenever the fuck I wanted. Uh, you just have to do enough like good stuff, generally good stuff, and you can sure. get away with it. Um, do you not know really fucking hammers your honor rating? Shooting horses. Yeah, okay. Like, the the yeah. amount of times uh, when I'm like bounty hunting or just generally trying to chase a dude down. Uh, and I will, like, he's getting away. I'm like, fuck this, dead eye, shoot the horse. And then uh, I can just, like, rope him and take him wherever the fuck I want. But you cop a lot of honor for doing that. It's, mm. Yeah. Uh, it's expensive in that sense. But yeah, it's, um, it's pretty good. It's, a, it's an amazing <laughs> game. It is an amazing game. And, the storyline I said on Twitter that it, it makes me think of like uh, f- like five seasons of a TV show all dropped on the same day and two weeks have passed and I want to talk about it with other people. 
want to mm. talk about it, to, like talk about things that happen, but it's impossible. You can't like nobody else has watched all five seasons by now, you know. And there's well, you're still watching the the bit afterwards. They talk about like all the shit that happens, and that's then, like, it. Yeah, I'm still watching the uh, yeah. spinoff, the season nine of Scrubs. Yeah, <laughs> where um, somebody else picked it up. And was like... <laughs> um, yeah, I like. I'm just. I'm staggered. Like the mm. the storytelling in it is fantastic. Uh, we're definitely going to have to do a spoiler cast so that we can go through all of it. I think chapter one is ultimately ignorable. Uh, I think chapter four is as well. Four? Yes. I'm not a fan of four. I just. Um, it's the very short contained area. Oh, right. Yep. Yeah. Um, I liked it as uh, an idea. I didn't think the execution was particularly good. Mm. Um, I, I felt like it's tricky. We can talk about it more in our spoiler cast. Uh, but yeah, I felt like they didn't go far enough with it. And yeah, it was, it reminded me a lot of, um, you remember the, like Mexico in Red Dead 1? Yeah. I just sort of felt the same way where I'm like, for fucks, like, just let me get back to doing what I want to do again. Mexico felt very railroaded in Red Dead 1, and that chapter 4 felt very railroaded here yeah. as well, I thought. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, there's like twists and turns, and like, uh, people die, and like, they properly attach you to the characters, and like, the storytelling's good enough that you're like, no, fuck, what? Uh, when like, people die and you're like fuck uh you're, you're like questioning it it reminded me a lot of the shield um right. like i don't want to say it reminded me of the wire or you know i, th- I think we'll, i'll cop some guff if i say that but the shield i felt was this really good like balancing act between uh obvious anti-hero story and like procedural crime drama like this clear balancing act that had, you know, good twists and uh, interesting turns and characters you could root for. And, uh, and yeah, that's, so they, they remind them of each other. The procedural cops thing, I relate that to the general gameplay, right? Like it's a game or it's a cop drama, so it has to have procedural cop shit. It's a game, so it has to have game shit. Uh, but otherwise it like yeah there's there's a bunch of stuff and there's also like uh, with that in mind right if you treat it like a tv show then all the stranger missions are like monster of the week episodes (laughs) yeah and you're like oh that's what we're doing this time we're we're hunting down some crazy fucking monster um and yeah that just makes it even better to me some of like there are some stranger missions that i think are some of the best missions I've ever played in a video game. Um, like I think overall, the arc of Red Dead Redemption 2 is amazing, really well told. Uh, but yeah, the Stranger missions as like tiny chunks are spectacular. Uh, I still can't bring myself to run around through the fucking swamps. Um, 
Actually, that reminds me. There's a legendary crocodile, right? Or a legendary alligator, right? But yeah. it's not on the legendary map, right? I think it is, yeah. Is it? I felt like it was, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's not. Because there's a mission about it. There's a mission involving it, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't find it. Um, my fishing tip is genius. It works so fucking well. I, I have caught so many fucking legendary fish and none of them take all that. Like, they don't take long at all. You, it's, it's perfect. The other thing I didn't mention, so if, if you've forgotten or if you didn't listen last week, the trick is uh, it tells you to pull back on the thumbstick to mm. reel them in. What you want to do is you want to push forward and then pull back to get a maximum drag. And you'll drag them like sometimes out of the fucking water, especially the smaller legendary fish, you can actually drag them out of the water and along the top of the fucking water. The other trick uh, that I, I realized on my like third fish is uh, hold, you're not, you're not supposed to continue to reel, but don't let go of the reel. Mm. Hold the fucking reel in place and they can't just fucking swim away, which I think uh, I've seen like people fishing because uh, I was trying to hunt down one of the... I couldn't work out how to catch one of these fucking fish. Like, I'd right. fucking, I had fucking... I was certain I had the right lure. Uh, I've got all the lures. I was certain I had the right one. I was, like, fishing in all the right places, uh, like, on the map and stuff, but I just couldn't fucking get it to work. So I looked it up, and... Uh, yeah, this person must have fought this fish for, like you were saying, like, 10 minutes or some shit. And uh, I caught it in like fucking 90 seconds, easy. Uh, and 60 seconds of it was waiting for it to bite. Um, <laughs> like, yeah, crazy easy. Yeah, you just have to hold it so I can't like swim away. But um, yeah, it's, I love fishing in that game. I love hunting. Oh, I've run it, like, I keep running out of fucking f- flight feathers. There needs to be yeah. somewhere that sells those. That is probably the worst thing about the game is either like sell me some fly feathers or sell me the shit that fly feathers are used to make because like, yeah, I don't want to sit there fucking 40 billion hours trying to like fucking craft goddamn small game arrows. Yeah. I need hundreds of the cunts. I need hundreds of them. <laughs> like I, I'd say I miss more trying to shoot fucking tiny things with the small game arrow than I do with any other fucking anything else it is ludicrous he's dead uh, yeah yeah i guess i i have to the only problem is when you dead eye it loses tracking so i i exploit the fuck out of the uh the auto aim tracking when i'm hunting shit especially birds uh but yeah like i'm basically like bird holocausting at this point like just fucking wiping out <laughs> birds yeah. all over the fucking place if I see a bird and I'm like, yeah, I can get that. Bang! Like, I just, I pluck it and I'll just leave it. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> fuck you. I don't need a bunch of bird carcasses. I just need literally the flight feathers. Let's move on with our lives. Maybe they need to give you more feathers. Yeah, maybe. Maybe that'd, that'd do it. Because then you get like two out of it, each one, right? Something From like a that. big bird. Most of the birds that I kill, I get one. Yeah. It's not great. I need more but feathers um but yeah it's that's probably my my biggest complaint is that yeah 
that and the fact that you then have to sit down at a campfire and press and press and press and press for each fucking one you want to make is pretty annoying. Um, yeah. Yeah. But otherwise, yeah, game of the year. Obvious game of the year. Easy game of the year. Spoilers. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. It is spectacular. Oh, there was a... I, I was... I went to make um, dynamite arrows. Right, yeah. Because uh, I was going to hunt down the legendary cougar and Jeremy... J-Ray was telling me he reckons the best way to kill it it is with a dynamite arrow so i went to make it i'm like don't have the recipe what the fuck's going on turns out when you buy the recipes from the fence because i had the i'd got the notice that i'd bought all the recipes in the game yeah you gotta go use them you're gonna go fucking read them (laughs) classic oh man yeah this it's i don't know it's just amusing there's a bunch of tiny things that I wish I'd... I, I reckon if I were to go back and play Red Dead 2 fresh without any knowledge of what happens in the game, mm-hmm. I'd be even better at it. But I wouldn't want to go back and start over. I do want to see what happens if you go, like, super evil. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but yeah. that's another 100 hours you got to put in. <laughs> Exactly. Because <laughs> I wouldn't uh, want to mainline it again. I'd want to do the thing of like exploring, like see some of the shit that I didn't see the first time around. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Um, yeah. Because there's, yeah, there's all kinds of stuff. Like masks. I, I still half the time forget to put a fucking mask on hmm. when I'm robbing some motherfuckers. Like so often. And... If you if you do it, you get away with so much more shit. Like you yeah. can really quickly get out of the zone where you're being caught for stuff. Yeah, and like doing simple stuff like changing your clothes or yeah, changing your look apparently helps out quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, it's tough to talk about anything else without going into deep into spoiler territory. But yeah, I, I do generally love it uh i did a bunch of like i had a feeling that i was coming up on the end so i i knocked out all the stranger missions and some of the late game stranger missions are extremely entertaining uh did you do the one with the mad scientist mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> how cold is that mission oh i loved it i loved it. i loved it yeah mm. it was fantastic all the way through yeah that's the one that starts off as like you want to like the little boat and uh destroying yeah like other things in the like the lake like a remote control boat yes yeah. i figured so it, i like my guess was that it was sort of a gag reference to remember was it san andreas or vice city that had like a remote control helicopter and it was one of the fucking worst missions in the game yeah I, I, I figured it was sort of like a sideways reference to that. Yeah. Um, and I appreciated it in that sense. It was much easier to control than the fucking helicopter, which can yeah. still go for And then it leads up to like him building this, this death chair. And that one's pretty good. Is that With the same it, guy? Isn't it the same guy? Like he builds no, an electric chair? 
That's a different mad scientist. Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. I can't remember. I thought, yeah, it's all blurred. But that I one's the, good too. I, yeah, I got the, <laughs> the plans for the chair off him. Did you get them? Yeah. I don't so, remember. Nah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And yeah, uh, I finally explored like all, all of the map. Uh, actually, there is there is a chunk of land off the coast all the way to the east, you, uh, above the prison island. Okay. Did, did you ever go over there? No. Yeah, neither do I. You'd have I to think, get a boat, right? Yeah, I think you can row over there. Though. Is that not the chapter four part? No. No? No. No, because you uncover that on the map. So. Maybe you can't get there. Maybe there's just nothing there. Yeah, it might just sink your boat when you're halfway across. Yeah. Just don't take your horse over. So no. you don't lose a horse. But yeah. No. Amazing game. Yeah, I think we'll do a... We'll definitely do a spoiler thing. Um, we'll get a reel in some people for that. Yes. Find out who's finished it. Yep. Yep. And uh, we'll go from there. All right. Is that it? Should we do some news? Let's do some news. All right. Uh, let's start off with... Uh, let's do BlizzCon last. Um, sure. Let's go Red Dead. <laughs> Red Dead Redemption 2. Dude's channel banned for punching feminists. I didn't put this in. I think this must have been you. It was me. Yeah. Um, so uh, this came out today. Uh, there was a bit of controversy earlier this week um, when Waypoint... No, Motherboard Vice wrote a story about a, uh, what was it? Uh, players are excited to kill feminists in Red Dead Redemption 2 was the highly provocative title. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, it was an opinion piece with uh, some some context thrown in. Uh, they some context. A, they interviewed a YouTuber who had a video up where he... Um, I think it was like the title was I feed annoying an annoying feminist to an alligator uh, and he had another one where he punched an annoying feminist and another one where he threw an annoying feminist into the depths of hell or something like that he had a series of videos where he was assaulting feminists and um, in a video game in a video game and um, <laughs> this article on motherboard uh like posited that uh, Red uh, Rockstar had made a deliberate political choice in allowing players to assault a suffragette, uh, and that they were uh, empowering uh, this sort of negative behaviour towards feminists. Uh, I reject this concept <laughs> one thousand percent. I said it on Twitter already, but I still yeah. unbelievably reject this idea. Uh, the only things you can't kill in that game are Jack children <laughs> children in general not just Jack but all children and um, story mission. critical NPCs yeah mission critical characters yes um, and so there are there's no otherwise no fucking distinction made between killable or not killable except for the idea that someone is story critical or a fucking child and um yeah, I think deliberately uh, ignoring that context is uh, is exceedingly poor. Like framing 
framing your story to accuse Rockstar of politicizing their game uh, with that in mind, uh, while deliberately ignoring that context, is I think. Well, I said I said it was. Um, what do I call it? Uh, unfair or something. Uh, but I think that's that is being fucking generous. Uh, I th- like I think it's more like deliberately attempting to weaponize the culture war within gamers for clicks. I think it's irresponsible and shoddy yellow journalism, if mm-hmm. anything. Like they are specifically and, and deliberately attempting to stir up a group of notoriously um, ordinary uh, like gamers to create more opportunities for, for clicks. And the only people who ever get punished by that are the women who have always been targeted for abuse by Gamergate. So if, yeah, it, it's, it's smacks of just intellectual dishonesty to accuse players the the collective players of wanting to harm feminists while at the same time actively wanting feminists to be persecuted so that you can continue to get clicks out of stories like these anyway i said essentially as much on twitter uh I like. I still believe that. I still think it was irresponsible writing. Uh, I still think it was intellectually dishonest to deliberately ignore uh, context uh, mm-hmm. from Rockstar. Uh, yeah, I like. You can make a similar. I like. Players are excited to kill dogs. I I, I searched Red Dead Redemption Two shoot dog, and you find people who are excited to shoot dogs. Does that mean players gamers hate dogs? No. Like, you can find this shit for fucking anything. You can mm. probably find it for cats. You can find it for fucking... You can probably find, why can't I shoot children? Uh, because I know there was a mod that allowed, like made it so that you could kill children in Fallout. Uh, so there's probably a section of fucking... Uh, the Realism Brigade who wish that they could kill children in Red Dead Redemption. Like, they don't represent anything except for... a particular set of lunacy and using them to represent all games is insanely ridiculous can, can you hogtie jack <laughs> uh, i don't think you can i don't think you can target him for anything hey right yeah he's not the only kids uh kid like in the game because there's those kids in new saint sorry saint denis yeah um they're not kids they're troublemakers they're motherfuckers you can't kill them either though because uh, I tried. Um, <laughs> when they stole your money. <laughs> yeah, pricks. Um, well, like, there's a chase scene, right? Like, uh, you know, running through the streets. Uh, this yeah, little yeah. rap scally. And I'm like, ah, I saw this little fuck cut out. I pull out my gun. And I'm like, I'm just going to blow his knees out. And then I can... <laughs> yeah. uh, no, wrong. You cannot do that. Anyway, um, yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, that's that's some garbage. Nevertheless, so this dude, uh, I can't remember his fucking nickname. Um, let me have a quick squiz. Uh, this guy, 
Shirako Gaming had his um, had his YouTube taken down uh, overnight. Mm. I don't know if it's still down, but uh, yeah, he it was taken down, and uh, oh, it's back up. Yeah, um, apparently it rallied the YouTube creators everywhere, and and they all got behind him. But essentially, YouTube gaming. Uh, has since come out and said, yeah, that uh, I think it was a, a it was due to the titling of his videos. He was saying that he was assaulting feminists uh, and you know committing violence towards feminists, and he got three strikes because of his three videos attacking feminists. Um, and so that's but it was in a video game. But it was in a video game, and <laughs> it wasn't wasn't actual violence, and so I think it was an automatic automated system that that made it happen. Sure. Anyway, I thought it was interesting because this same cunt who stole our fucking vampire work put it up without crediting anyone, and uh, is just rolling along, along like you know he's the fucking oh yeah I did all this work on Red Dead. Uh, maybe he didn't. Maybe he independently stumbled across the vampire shit hours after you shared it on Reddit. What a fucking coincidence. What a huge coincidence. Congratulations on that. No, he totally fucking stole it. Fucking prick. Fuck that cunt. Yeah, that was that was a different guy as well. Um, oh, probably heaps of them have done it by now, but he was the first one I noticed. Oh, there was definitely another dude that I saw because um, I, I looked him up, but because um, I saw it on a different post. The, right. um, that like, yeah, that's something I'll mention. Like, there was that, that first video I put up, um, on Red Dead I think it it's about 5,000 views or something like that at the moment on my yep. YouTube page it's not a lot but for somebody that fucking doesn't like the videos I post on YouTube are generally for like our group yeah like our little group and I just put them up and whatever um and then sometimes they just like the fucking Sea of Thieves one where we're ringing the bell that's got like a thousand <laughs> views on it and it's like just a, like random shit like that that I'll put up that's not yeah. for anybody except for like I'm not out there trying to create fucking content for people it's just silly shit um, but no specifically the the first Red Dead one I did put up was was something that I found and I was like oh, okay I'll do that and I got a decent amount of messages maybe two dozen messages within that first day um, yeah. of putting that up from a lot of YouTube content creators um, yeah. asking like saying hey can I use this video in one of my videos or can i is it okay if, if i you know credit you in my video um and that's something that we see in like outside of in journalism or write, writing news or c covering interviews and whatnot it's like crediting a source like somewhere that you've seen something similar or that you've taken this other piece of content from and then you write about it and then you credit the author of that original work and put them in your article being like, hey, someone found this or somebody spoke to this person about this and here's our take on it or here's something that they, whatever. You know, you credit people for finding work. And that first video that I put up, um, yeah, man, I had like two dozen YouTubers hit me up and be like, hey, can I use this content? Some of them had like two and a half million subs. Um, there was two guys that had like over two million subs who were, were big um, yeah. rock star slash GTA 
or going into Red Dead YouTubers, um, a bunch of like 500, 600k people, like they they all hit me up and said, hey, either through like comments on the page or just direct messaging me being like, hey, is it all right if I credit you for my work that I'm doing? That's, I think, a really good way of doing it, right? Is that yep. they've, <laughs> they've contacted the person that they've seen this stuff from or gone and found an original source for where this stuff has come from and been like, can I credit you? And a bunch of them didn't even use my video footage. They went and did it themselves in the game. Right. So yeah. it's not like they're taking my video footage, putting it in their video, and then being like, oh, this guy found this stuff. Here's his video. Some of them did because at that stage, um, the game had only been like just come out, like literally just yeah. come out. Um, some of them did grab it and be like, hey, here's, here's top 10 things we've we found out from... Um, Red Dead Redemption 2 and this is a couple days after launch here's one of the videos with credited blah blah Luke Laurie and others were like hey here's something that Luke Laurie found and it's really cool and blah 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 and then they've gone and done it themselves right even though they've gone and done it themselves they didn't have to fucking yeah yeah, they didn't have to do like any of that sort of shit yeah and then um, and then you had that video that we like posted and within like four hours like three four hours of like this is how you do it there were people that started posting it. Yeah. And uh, the one guy in particular that I saw that was um, that was covered in like another um, article is an Australian YouTuber who um, I went through all his other videos and it was like him doing similar stuff of finding things in the world and right. like no voiceover content. Just like, here's something that we found and it's just like, didn't credit. He had maybe two dozen videos up hasn't credited anybody in his videos um it's he's got like stuff on there like hey support my work fucking here's my paypal all this shit like all right maybe it was a coincidence that they happened to find the same thing we did Suck and post the same shit four hours turds. but then they've also got two dozen other videos up on there of other shit that people have obviously found including one of the including the same fucking video that I posted on that that first one. Uh, yeah. And they've credited nobody in any of these. I mean, that's a bad way of doing that stuff. Even if, um, yeah, I can 100% guarantee you they have not found this stuff on their own. They're either using guides or other YouTubers' content or other journalists' content from sites like IGN or GameSpot um, or fucking Survivor who, <laughs> who posted one of the original ones. Like, yeah. And I think it's a bad way. You end up getting a name for yourself. Uh, that guy in particular, he's an Australian guy. I heard his name thrown about six or seven years back when we were at an event. Someone saying he was a piece of shit. And I right. can agree with him now. Being like, yeah, all right, fair enough. Piece of shit. <laughs> it's it's honestly not that hard to say credit to such and such for finding this. Like, yeah, that's that's turd shit. Fuck those cunts. Fuck them all. We did the fucking legwork. Fuck you, fucking pricks. Oh, that's why I tweet. The moment we found it, I tweeted out that we'd found the vampire in Red Dead. Yeah, because I I knew that at least we've got it on record in twi- on Twitter. We are the first ones to have done that. We sure. should have we should have fucking spread it quicker. Damn it. Yeah, or I don't know. Like either way, yeah. There's gonna be people out there that are just take other people's content and try and pass it off as their own. Oh, totally. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like, you see it all the time. I had people that hit me up on um, on Twitter being like, 
because I, I thanked like some of the the big guys, like the, the two, two and a half, three million sub guys being like, hey, these guys actually credited me. Probably, you know, that good on them. <laughs> and then I had yeah. people hit me up being like, oh, that person's a piece of shit. I'm like, well, okay, maybe they are a piece of shit, but at least they're fucking doing the right thing or at least crediting other people's work where they've been inspired from or something like that. Like, they don't have yeah. to do any of that shit. They could have legit just taken the shit that I did, put it up on their own thing, and pass it off as their own work, but they didn't. Could have ripped you off, but instead of being cunts, they actually <laughs> did shit correct. Anyway, yeah, and yeah. I don't mind if they get fucking 50, 60, 70,000 clicks yeah. in that first... What, like, I'm not going to get any of that shit anyway. It's just on my own, whatever. Unless I went and did the thing you said, which was post it without putting the how-to in there. Uh, and even then, yeah. it's like... You risk, you run that chance of possibly somebody else finding it out later on, or if they find it out, if they do all the legwork themselves, fucking go for it, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, if you if you put the vampire and get that out there, you would have gotten all the fucking clicks. Yeah, one hundred percent. It was also um, like midnight in the US as well. So oh, totally. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't perfect. Would have taken some... a lot, a lot, but whatever. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. shit way of. Anyway, that was just something that. I yeah, fuck that brick. Um, all right, what's next? Um, Rainbow Six we... Siege controversy. So this was a bit of a weird, weird stuff over the over the course of the weekend as well. It might have been a bit eclipsed by some other controversy on the weekend. Hmm. Uh, but Rainbow Six Siege had a big old uh, spat over uh, the last week because people were upset. Let me see if I can... Uh, basically, like, the Siege team announced that they were entering the Asian market or pushing towards moving into the Asian market and that as a re- result, uh, they would be changing some iconography mm-hmm. and making minor map changes uh, around the place. And, uh, yeah, it's it's pretty weird. Uh, it's it's a pretty weird up, up like, upset, uprising, uh, uproar because it doesn't like to me it doesn't make any sense uh, it doesn't fucking matter it doesn't really change anything it's just so basically they're changing some knife icons and skull icons to slightly different things mm-hmm. and they're removing some pokey machines and making uh, putting neon sign a little, little less sexy uh, and that's it um, and no yeah. gameplay changes just aesthetic yeah people like oh it's going to change sight lines blah 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 blah, whatever um it's like going to be such a minimal fucking change nobody would fucking ever notice it uh like that is the most fucking reachiest shit anyway there was like a couple of decent posts decent points made so largely, I don't have a problem with any of this shit. I, I'm, I reject the outcry generally because a lot of the shit that's being changed is art-related. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so art-related shit, it's not like the coders responsible for the game's bugs can do anything about that, right? Uh, it's, it's not like they can make any changes uh, to the art. So it's not like, yeah, artists being i don't know uh redeployed to change some knives into some fists isn't going to 
change the rate at which bugs are or are not fixed. Um, so yeah, that's the like larger reason that that I rejected. Uh, but like I do sort of uh, I get where people are coming from because they feel like. You know, complaints that they've made for a long time aren't being responded to quick enough, aren't, aren't being, like, rectified at a rate that they're, they're happy with. And they do feel deprioritized compared to pushing into the Asian market. So I understand why they'd be upset. It just, the whole thing struck me as a weird, like, manufactured outcry. It was so much more overblown than it should have been. I mean... People are like, oh, there'll be an influx of cheaters from China. Everyone knows China cheats at everything. Horseshit. Uh, like, there's just... Uh, yeah, right? You do see a, a lot of... Like, in PUBG, you see a lot of uh, cheaters. And uh, they do tend to have Chinese names. Uh, there's two different clients. There's a there's a client for the Chinese game. So they won't even play, be playing... It's not like they can just switch servers. I don't even be playing the same fucking game. So that's bullshit. That doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't impact anything. You're not going to see an influx of cheaters because of that. Uh, the anti cheat's actually in a pretty good position, mm-hmm. uh, in my opinion. Like, it's not perfect, but it's in a pretty good position. Um, the, like, yeah. So there's that, right? That's bullshit. Uh, yeah, they can't fix bugs um, because, like, with the art people who are changing the shit aren't fixing bugs anyway. What it comes down to, to me, is is a failure of communication, which actually is something that Rainbow Six is pretty bad at, in my opinion. Like, they are actually pretty bad at communicating with the community on a regular basis. Uh, I don't think... Like, I think you... Especially when you look at what Black Ops has been doing, uh, it's, it's even more stark. I mean, they're not as bad as PUBG, right? But if it's a spectrum, they're sort of sitting around the middle here. They're sort of... They're not bad but they're not that great and they could be a lot better and this in particular is a massive failure of communication and i think that's what it comes down to but at the same time i also feel like fuck me this it like conspiracy job time but fuck this feels like they are deliberately attempting to latch onto anything to create uh some sort of controversy i don't know if they were trying to overwhelm another controversy that was happening over the weekend. Uh, there were two pretty big controversies <laughs> yeah. uh, that that were also happening over the weekend. Um, you know, like I do have, I have a strong theory about a certain company weaponizing Reddit for their own purposes. Um, I do think that, uh, yeah, I do think that Bethesda has utilized Reddit for a long time. Uh, in an effort to create more hype around their games than possibly is warranted. Uh, and I see it a lot. Uh, I see evidence of it a lot, but I haven't documented any evidence. And this is me just rambling and throwing shit out there. I said it was conspiracy, Job. Uh, I didn't say this was journalist, Job, so don't give me any shit. Mm. Um but I do wonder if perhaps the controversy of Fallout 76 encouraged them, uh, Bethesda, to try to take down another game, create something that looked even worse uh, by by comparison, because it doesn't warrant the uproar that it has garnered. It's like, oh, okay, that's shit. I liked 
the map the way it was. I liked the icon the way it was. But people are getting fucking well out of control. The other thing is, it might not be any conspiracy, and if and and I apologise to Bethesda for for bringing them up on that one. Um, <laughs> it might just be racists looking to latch on to uh, this as an excuse to to like weaponize gamers against you know or to weaponize gamers and push them further towards the right uh china is a pretty common uh target for certain political um elements and uh yeah there's a, a general strain of jealousy towards china that uh generally gets a, a decent amount of traction hmm. So Rainbow Six catering towards the Chinese market, uh, trying to use that to, you know, stir up a bit of um, generic racism, anti-Chinese racism. Uh, yeah, that could be just, you know, it could be just related to that. They're like, this is the perfect opportunity to get gamers against China or to, you know, push them further towards, yeah, general anti-China sentiments. Um it could be the U.S. government because <laughs> they're not huge uh, on on uh, on China, and they are uh, currently ruled by a notorious fucktard racist. So, yeah, it could be that. Um, but yeah, gen- like I don't know. I don't know. At, at the end of the day, it, it's it's an odd one because I don't. Yeah, I honestly don't give a fuck. I still think Rainbow Six is one of the best games to have come out in a long time and i do think it is generally handled quite well um they there are things that they could fix there's definitely stuff that they could fix things they could handle better in in the first place like uh operator releases that are overpowered um but yeah like i think it's it's in a really good place and i don't i i just yeah this whole uproar has felt off mm. to me especially yeah oh yeah, I remember when Dota 2 went through this thing of like, hey, we're entering right. the Chinese market, we've got to change a bunch of the symbolism in the game now. Yeah. yeah. Did people lose their shit? I think a, lot, a couple of people were upset, but at the end of the day, like nobody gives a fuck about that anymore. Like, nobody right. cares. It's just like a couple of fucking art changes. This is one... That's exactly it, right? This feels like something that nobody's going to give a fuck about today already. Like, hmm. three days later, nobody will fucking care anymore. Because it is so inconsequential. It means nothing. But it was blown up. It was so fucking big. It felt like it was competing for a single other massive announcement that happened over the weekend that was getting a lot of outrage. Yeah. It felt like it was desperately trying to compete for reasons I couldn't understand. Well, do you remember when uh, Diablo 3 was first announced and there was that fucking image that... Well, they released some screenshots and people fucking lost their minds because they were like, what's all this fucking color? Why is there colors yeah. in there? And like, <laughs> yeah. Blizzard ended up making a joke about it by putting a rain, like a rainbow, the rainbow level, level yeah. in the game, yeah. and it's just like settle the fuck down, man. Yeah. It's like not a huge deal. Um, yeah. yeah, there was. I mean, they're changing a handful, like six things in the game, a couple of icons. They're changing a, a knife icon to a fist and. Yeah, like it's not a huge deal. Um, Sorry, I think the thing that I saw people were getting upset about was that they're like pandering to a government who is trying to regulate all these things in their country, and like, why should we have to deal with all that sort of stuff? Because um, Ubisoft just wanted to do the one client that meant that they could push out 
versions quicker. They didn't have to manage two different clients, and that's just sort of that's the same thing that like um, PUBG does or fucking Dota Two does. Like it's all the same client. <laughs> like it doesn't matter. It's not a big deal. I, I think yeah, people will get over it. Um, they'll, they'll get over it quick. Yeah. Actually, speaking of um, Fallout seventy six, uh, just before we went live, well, not just before, but Bethesda has uh, put out a thank you and addressing your feedback message, right? From the seventy six beta, it did not go well. I, <laughs> obviously, I wasn't a fan. I, I spoke about it last week. I was very much not a fan. But uh, I only played that one day that we played because all of the betas were on at like five o'clock in the morning or something yeah. for us and i think the one that we played was like 10 10 p.m yeah. sorry 10 yeah. a.m 10 a.m yeah um yeah but it didn't go well people are fucking not happy about it they like it's got a whole bunch of stuff so uh they didn't didn't go through all the stuff uh but yeah they're going to they're supporting 21 by 9 post-launch ultra wide support um they're going to increase the fresh, uh, the stash size. People were upset with the 400 weight limits. Uh, and while it does get easier to deal with over time, they'll fix it. Push to talk. It didn't have push to talk. Anytime anyone spoke, it was just always on. Yeah, voice, that's which nuts. Is fucking dumb as shit. Yeah. Um, while we aim to create a consistent experience no matter what platform we're on, uh, we understand that some of you on PC would like the option for push to talk. Literally, every, it should be default push to talk. Always default push to talk. But did Who you the fuck wants to hear? Did you read fucking... their explanation as to why it's not there? Uh, what our goal with voice chat being on by default is to highlight that the world is alive with real people, other players <laughs> like is... you, other players like me who are yelling at their mums because that's what I heard a lot of yelling at other random people in the house uh, in the room. Or, or the good one was, oh yeah, this guy, oh yeah, um, I could hear this guy talking all the time. Oh yeah, no, he never shuts up. Yeah, I can't believe he's never shutting the fuck up. I just wish he would shut up, man. I don't understand. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, I should tell him, mate. And he's like, he's definitely talking. He's definitely talking to me. He's definitely talking to me. Every time I talk to someone else on Discord. We can all hear each other. It's fucking... Now every Discord in the world is one-way fucking linked, <laughs> so you can only hear one side of any fucking conversation. Really good fucking player, dickheads. Ah, oh, yes. <laughs> gotta, be, gotta be nice to them. It's the first time they've made a, um, multiplayer, a multiplayer game. game so, yeah. Um, uh, FOV slider. Uh, we haven't supported FOV sliders in our previous games, as it's known to break a lot of animations and causes a lot of clipping to occur on screen. Amazing. This is the problem with all of the Amazing. Bethesda games, is every time they put an FOV slider in, it just breaks yeah. shit. That's what it the problem shit. is. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, exploits of various types many exploits we've seen reported have been known and will be addressed in a future update cool yep okay uh, issues with the social menu inviting friends and making teams uh, those who are experiencing issues with the social components will find that many of these issues have been fixed will I find that because <laughs> we'll see <laughs> what reason would I have to to know that that's going to actually be fixed. This was your beta, and you didn't fix it by the end of your beta, so I don't see why it's going to be fixed for fucking launch a week after the beta. Um, yeah, lunacy. 
Uh, hunger not being sated. Some were saying their hunger bar wouldn't replenish no matter how much they ate or how cleared of diseases they were. This issue has been addressed. And loud gunshot noises. Uh, the issue of players hearing sudden random gunshot loud noises around Appalachia will be addressed in a future update near launch. We're pretty fucking near launch already, motherfuckers. You should choppity chop on that shit. Those shots are Job shooting dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I just gotta uh, they gotta die um yeah anyway those uh classic uh classic what's the next piece of news the AGAs the AGAS the AGAS <laughs> it's pretty Australian right it is it, it is. is Australian actually it is yeah the A stands for Australian <clears throat> um yeah so uh these are the Australian Game Awards. Is that right? Yep, that's it. That's what it stands for. Nailed it. Uh, and, um, yeah, it's uh, it's an award ceremony, I guess. Um, I guess it's our, the Australian version of the game show, right? Um, or the Game Awards, rather. Um, yeah, so it's it's been run by Trade Media, um, yeah. who host... And also do a lot of um, local coverage in, in video games, in specific like, uh, business stuff, yeah, and whatnot. Yeah, yep. um, they've done like um, uh, yeah local business awards. They've done like women in games awards, um, esports awards, um, which you won, right? I did win, yes. Yeah. Uh, I well, I am the esports journalist of the year, so of course I won. Uh, but yeah, and this is their latest one, the Australian Game Awards, which will be, I guess, it's a community um, voted event, which I guess we'll get back to them in a little bit. But it's uh, thirty awards presented, and mm. there are a lot of them. <laughs> there are there are a fucking are. heap. Yeah. So it's split up into a, a certain categories. There is digital games, which covers things like independent game of the year, handheld game of the year, uh, multiplayer, and then they go through like a bunch of the genres like um, esports, action adventure, RPG shooters, strategy games, sports, that sort of thing. And then obviously like a game of the year award, there is an accessories category, audio brand of the year award, and controller brand. There is a uh, tabletop category that got added in, uh, tabletop of the year, which I will get back to in a moment. Um, mm-hmm. There is a media category, journalist of the year, the game changer award, and gaming publication of the year. And then there is a content creator of the year award, and this is quite extensive. There is breakout creator, social media god, Twitch creator, mixer creator, YouTube creator cosplayer of the year and creator of the year and then there's an esports category which is player team organization and play of the year as well as esports personality of the year and that makes up your 30 categories or your 30 uh nominations and split up into different sort of groups sure um a lot of people getting chatty about this one a lot of mixed opinions Uh, let's yep. start off with the uh, the title, Australian Game Awards. People were not happy with that one. In particular, the uh, board game community and tabletop right. community. Okay. Fucking 
ridiculous. I mean, this is this is a video game trade media like website, and for them to get antsy about fucking specifics about calling it games is nuts. I saw a lot of people getting upset with Joel about this. Um, Did Joel? To the point where he's now yeah, like he folded and put in the fucking tabletop category. It's insane. Oh, he added that, right? Yeah, that was something that was added later on. Um, right. Because the board game community was getting up in him about like, no, you can't put this in there. Like, they're not, you're not covering all games. You're covering digital games. And they were firing up and being like, you can't have an RPG category for best games because all the best RPGs are, are tabletop games. <laughs> like, Ooh. these are the fucking comments Ooh. he was getting about this. It was insane. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, so, yeah. I don't agree that he should have put the tabletop category in. I didn't think it should have been specifically video games. Leave it as it's at. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, because then you start having to add an extra fucking categories in there about like people getting upset about other things. Um, oh, yeah. Fucking card games. Things. What about what best card game? Why not? I'm upset about things. Uh, best, yeah, best magic update. Best, yeah, well, why not? Um, this season yeah. collectible card game um, it's dumb It's this is clearly a video game industry related sure events and for them to get upset about it is I think is another thing that fucking people just want to be upset about what well like I, what I don't understand right is there's three uh, media awards and sure. uh, and Oh, I'll just put this as my new lens. Um, is this is this the only like is there only ever going to be one of these? Am I the only ever winner of the Australian hundred percent win rate esports journalist of the year award? <laughs> right, because I don't see it in there. I don't see esports journalist. I just see journalist. Uh, there's one journalist of the year. Um, it's there's no reviewer of the year. There's no critic. Uh, yeah, there's no nothing like that. I mean, journalism can be taken many different ways. <laughs> can be across multiple media platforms uh it says uh and there's uh how many one uh two three four five six seven seven uh content creator uh awards there's breakout creator of the year twitch creator of the year mixer creator of the year youtube creator of the year creator of the year uh, but yeah, there's only one journalist. Uh, so yeah, is there not? Is there going to be another esports uh, award? Because esports pro Oceania uh, is the esports arm hmm. of trade media. It seems like they didn't get a very big. I guess they didn't didn't have a like a huge say in the Australian Games Awards. I mean, I'm happy to be the reigning. Defending undefeated, undisputed Australian Games Journalist of the Year every fucking year and in perpetuity. But, uh, you know, I wanted to compete. I wanted to see... Oh, I love to compete. I love to win. And uh, I don't want to win by default just because nobody else was able to enter. Uh, there's no way that an esports journalist is going to win Journalist of the Year. That's never going to fucking happen. I don't know. Seems a bit rough. There's no way a person who only writes reviews is going to win Journalist of the Year. It's mm. always been a bit rough. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Seems seems like it might have been a little bit 
hastily launched. Yeah. And this uh, other one here, like the game changer, what what is that supposed to entail? I have no idea. Who is who is that catering to? What journalist has fucking influenced positive, positive changes? Games. Yeah, right? Like no idea. Um game publication of the year. I don't I don't know what that will entail either. Like it's because it's across so many different fucking medium media yeah i mean is this do you start including outlets like ign in here and their contingent or is it purely just australian outlets or (laughs) uh is this covering youtube stuff as well um i mean it's because it says here across print online video but then there's so many different ways this can be yeah like yeah it's it's um there's not a lot of, it's not very clear uh, the other thing is that this is all purely community voted um, so at the end of the day it doesn't matter whether or not you're any good it's just a popularity contest yeah um, which is yeah. a bit rough yeah I mean uh, that's also, a, you, you've got tickets people for the industry cost $360 plus GST that is nuts because that's like I mean people writing about Red Dead don't get paid that much for the Red Dead review yeah. <laughs> that's crazy um yeah man i just like i i i appreciate the effort put in here um but at the end of the day i don't think people should be too upset when they don't win something because it is purely i feel like this is purely just a um just a way to get eyeballs onto it because it is a community voted thing um at the end of the day the person with the most fucking followers on a specific medium is going to end up winning this stuff like you're never going to see a fucking uh, nathan lawrence in one of these journalist journalist of the year things even though it's like his fucking job or like your job yeah to do this stuff because at the end of the day it's going to be the people that write for huge enormous websites that don't freelance that have like their name attached to something like that um yeah yeah um and then they'll even if they do make it past the first like the oh congratulations you've been nominated now you're up against kotaku or something like that or someone from ign it's like uh, good luck that's never gonna happen um so yeah it's a bit strange yeah anyway um which is like the thing that you end up seeing with stuff like the lizzie's as well where you end up with people like it ends up with a board voting on like there's like usually three people and it's sometimes like one ex-gaming person and like two other people it's like people that don't know each other in the industry and it again becomes this weird thing of like knowing the right people um yeah i don't know it's it's strange but i guess we'll see how it goes right what happens like it'd be cool if we could nominate ourselves in one of these but there's no podcast there's no podcast stuff or there's no like where would we put ourselves in terms of I mean we could enter YouTube creator of the year um <laughs> I guess technically yeah I guess but, but yeah yeah weird it's strange I don't know um anyway should we move on what else is there one more, one more thing oh BlizzCon was on over the weekend they had some announcements let's go through them um, World of Warcraft Classic is coming out 
this is their um, vanilla Warcraft will be live again. So there's a lot of like bootleg servers going up at one stage, and they were not happy about that. Um, so this is their way of controlling it a bit more. Blizzard's way of controlling it a bit more, and yeah. um, it'll basically be launching on patch one point one two. Um, which is the first patch before Burning Crusade came out. And people will be able to jump in and uh, and play the game. That way, from what I understand, it's, um, it's not like a separate thing you need to buy. It's just part of your subscription package for, yep. for WoW, and you'll be able to play it. Why people want this, I don't know. I don't get it. It's, for me, weird. It's pretty weird. Uh, yeah, it smacks as, uh, uh, to me, of one of those things that people think they want. Yeah, and, and they then play they, they'll like get that. there and they're like... Maybe they'll play it for a week while they yeah. grind, like, a lot. <laughs> and they'll be like, no, this is definitely not what I want. Um, yeah. I mean, it's a cool thing to have for... Nostalgia? Not nostalgia, but, like, um, oh, man, what do you call it? Like, looking back on history or having like a weird museum type thing um like being able to jump in and look at this sort of stuff like when you talk about old old games and having to run emulators and whatnot um you know being able to sort of preserve those classic games i mean it's a cool way of doing that sort of thing but otherwise i don't see the need for this at all other than yeah just like ducking out and checking out and being like yeah okay that was cool and i'm going back to the new one that's probably a bit better um so yeah that was announced and what else we got here uh hearthstone expansion it's called um what's it called do you know what it's called trolls it's called trolls trolls rustikhan's rumble that that's uh, yeah that sounds good right. i was trying to work out what the t word for rumble would be <laughs> some sort of alliteration i knew there was alliteration uh yeah this is rumble are you getting back into it you usually jump in every once in a while and check out their latest expansions the uh single player stuff won't be out until a week after the other stuff launches so i'll probably jump in then yeah but uh, I'll, I'll have a squeeze i like the idea of uh the troll stuff going in like this uh you've got like this spirit that you can play and it sort of augments your abilities and uh You've got this uh, champion that you can play, in, and the champion really ramps up the way you're, uh, like, you generally play. So it's all sort of the design it all around a, a few specific things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there are multiple like paths to take with each um, class this time around. So uh, I think I think it's a cool idea. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be interested to see how, how it interacts with one another, like with with all the different stuff in it um but yeah i probably won't play too much too much pvp uh because i generally burn out on that pretty quick uh i'll play i'll find find the memeiest deck and then i'll make that i'll burn all my fucking dust trying to make the memeiest possible deck and that's probably as far as i'll go yeah um yeah fair enough uh overwatch is also getting a new um character ash um seems like she's in sort of the same vein as mccree um right. she has a uh, uh like a, a rifle um a shotgun which she can use to shotgun jump 
I don't know if you saw the videos of this, but it's like uh, it's like rocket jumping, but with a shotgun. It's it's, right. it's weird. Um, okay. She's got some dynamite that she can use to do AOE damage, and she can shoot it. And sure. um, and then I think her alt is robot. Yeah, Bob. Yeah. So there's I that. Sure. Um, also watch some Overwatch while this is going World on. Cup. The, the World Cup. The World Cup. Um, so obviously, one of the first games off of the bat was Australia versus South Korea. Yep. Um, and this is a perfect example of why I do not like best of ones in esports uh, tournaments. Well, specifically, like championships. Um, I think you they're mean, fine. You in... mean, not best of ones. This wasn't a best of ones. Sorry, not best of ones, but like. Uh, not having double elimination single elimination yeah, yeah like in championship series or stuff like that it's I don't think it's good a good way of doing it I think it's fine in like bracket rounds um, like a best of one type style thing but yeah in proper tournaments it's fucking dumb it's so stupid uh, yeah. yeah great example here of why it was not done well you had Australia versus South Korea and uh, it was a really good matchup I felt I felt that Australia did pretty well um they went into considering. Sorry, you go. Oh no, they went into this like being uh, second place in our um, regional uh, group, which yep. meant they went first place up against uh, another region. Yep. And um, yeah, I don't know, man. Like it was it seemed like a pretty close game. They did really fucking well, uh, like really well. And this is considering the fact that they are playing the best team in the world by a long fucking way. Hmm. Uh, South Korea wound up winning. It's the third time they won the World Cup in a row. Uh, Without dropping much. Yeah, they they beat China without dropping in the grand finals. Australia nearly beat China in, in Bangkok. Like, Australia had the toughest fucking run through to the fucking like the world cup finals uh, they faced off against the best team in the world the eventual world champions and they managed to like finish equal to team usa mm. yet inexplicably we have a single just a single player in the overwatch league it really makes me wonder how the fuck the overwatch league continues to to go when they're not willing to look outside of their their own region clearly uh i was i've got we've got some interviews up uh we've got an interview with trill who was clearly australia's mvp and we got uh rqt who was the team manager and the captain last year uh he he wrote his like behind the scenes stuff and uh trill was saying that he actually got to do some like some tryouts for teams for odlbl teams uh but he had to play uh on east coast on east coast america servers mm. so he was trying out with 330 ping mm. that's horseshit that's fucked what the fuck and he was he was still apparently doing well he was doing well it's just he also had a third of a second fucking delay on everything he fucking did that's that's cooked that's fucked um RQT was saying in, in his article, he wrote that uh, 
basically they planned to lose. <laughs> mm. uh, not like they were planning on losing, but they planned around the idea that they would lose. Yeah, sure. Um, so the losing team gets to choose the map. So they only only practiced four maps because they're like, well, we will play these maps probably. And if we don't get to play these maps, that means we've won something. So mm. fuck it. We'll, we'll go with these maps and see what happens. Um, sure. So yeah, they, uh, they practiced with that in mind. And yeah, um, it was pretty clear that like the me- mechanically that they were doing pretty well. And they, you know, they pulled out a bit of cheese shit. They threw out a Torbjorn that nobody expected. Uh, yeah. And like the thing about that is that the commentators, and that this is another point I don't like. I don't like about Overwatch is the commentators are like, oh, what's what's the Australian team doing? They pulled out a Torbjorn. This is going like off what everybody else does, and and that's like another aspect of these best of or these single elimination rounds. Nobody can take chances on weird yeah. strats or trying anything different because if you lose, you're out. And yeah. uh, I didn't put this down here, but. We saw the same thing with the fucking um, the worlds for League of Legends. Like another another game that I just do not like watching because it's the same shit over and over again. Um, and in particular, that game, it's like nobody wants to fight each other, and everybody's got yeah. the flash ability. And it's the moment like a fight starts being lost, everybody just runs away, um, and then you start diving into car- like hero pools and. Like sixty percent of the heroes in that game just don't even see a pickle ban, yeah. and like because that's the way you play the game. You it's just so poorly balanced that here's the top twenty people you use and they're picked all the time, um, yeah. And so you have no like like these these teams these weird compositions coming out and people being blown away by like why the fuck is this person being picked? You just don't see yeah. that. And, and so you go back to Overwatch where Australia brings out Torbjorn. And they start winning that fight early game because, like, nobody knew what the fuck to do. Um, eventually, yep. China figured it out. Uh, sorry, not China. South, South Korea, Korea figured it out. But it took them, like, most that most that round to try and get to that position. Um, so, yeah, you don't see any of that cool stuff come out. It's just, oh, okay, we're going back to the same five or six characters over and over again. And it's just boring to watch. Well, yeah, like, I think... Overwatch in particular has a big problem with that. Nobody, like, people aren't willing to to take a risk on, on something new. But also, Overwatch, in, like, in particular, bans people for playing off-meta heroes. Mm. You can get, like, you get reported as trolling if you play an off-meta hero, regardless of whether or not you win. It is, it has been reported, like, it has been, like, seen multiple times that players, like, pro players have been banned from competitive for playing an off-meta hero because they're trying out something. Sure. That's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. That is utterly ridiculous. Uh, so, yeah, what? So there's there's heroes that you're just not allowed to play then. Yeah. Cool. Fantastic. Uh, yeah, that's nuts. Anyway. Um, anyway, I thought, yeah, Team Australia did really well and it's ridiculous to me it's crazy that Trill isn't in the Overwatch League because he's fucking amazing uh, and he played really well yeah yeah and for all <laughs> we know that the Australian team might have been the second best team out there but because they were knocked out the first round you end up with maybe a mediocre grand final 
Like, you end up in a grand final where possibly the two best teams aren't playing each other. That's my biggest issue with some of this stuff. Because um, yep. I saw a lot of people saying that that grand final was nowhere near as exciting as some of the past games that Korea was playing in. Yeah. Yeah. All right, next. Um, and then uh, uh, new Diablo games coming out. So Blizzard had their opening ceremony. Um and a couple of weeks back, something we talked about on here is uh, Blizzard put out an announcement or a statement saying that, uh, cool, you, cool, cool you horses, there is not going to be a Diablo 4 announcement at this thing. Um, yeah. So while they're doing all these announcements about like new Overwatch heroes and a new Hearthstone expansion and then a new you know, uh, Warcraft 3 Reforged, which we didn't talk about, but that's another thing i don't get while it's coming out <laughs> um but yeah so they they end up finally finishing up this conference with a uh, new diablo game and it's called diablo immortal and it's for the mobile platform um and people fucking flip out because and not in a good way um because they've uh they've been uh, thrown through a loop they they feel like that this isn't the game they deserve and people got e- extremely upset um, and then following that, there was a Q and A, um, or sorry, like a what we're doing with Diablo panel straight after that, and they held a Q and A session along with like a here's the mobile game we're doing, um, here's the things we're thinking about, and then the Q and A followed, and people were asking some uh, some questions about it and and getting some uh, a lot of traction on the internet, like Twitter and whatnot. Um, we've talked about this sort of in like private just in like discord channels while we're playing games yeah um i think there's a lot of ways to approach this like obviously i think the big one is that blizzard fucked up pretty hard with this um it's definitely the wrong time to announce this game um yeah it should have not shouldn't have been their tentpole like oh by the way here's the last game we're gonna announce and it's yeah. the one that you don't want. Um, but also, like... The- so, who here likes Diablo? <laughs> well, what about on... Mobile. The watch. <laughs> the iWatch. Um, yeah, like, it's just a bad way of announcing it. Like, full stop. They fucked up. Um, yeah. There's no, like, easy way to put it. They they did not read their That's audience. That's a pretty easy way to put it. Like, the people that are going to these events are the hard... Like, they're the hardest of the hardcore. They... They're the people who paid hundreds of dollars to attend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're the people who played hundreds of dollars to attend to go to these communities, find out the latest announcement of the game, and they don't want to be like, by the way, it's a mobile game. <laughs> like, It's not like they don't have fucking evidence of this either. Remember when, like, Valve announced Artifact? Sure. And the fucking reaction to that? Yeah. It wasn't positive. There were groans. There was like, uh, people were expecting something different. Yeah. Like, yeah. And that's a PC game. <laughs> that, and that's a PC game. And, and people had no reason to expect an announcement. Like, it wasn't like, uh, they were like flashing up a fucking Half-Life 3 fucking logo, or like constantly hinting at Half-Life 3 <laughs> announcement. And then like, and now here's the Dota God, God game. Half Life Three G. It's 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 a new oh, yeah. mobile network. <laughs> um, yeah, like 
yeah. Like, that, the Diablo hype was fucking huge heading into BlizzCon. And, yeah, they definitely fucked up the way they announced it. Like, people were champing at the bit for Diablo 4. Switching it out for Diablo Mobile. Insane. Mm. Utterly insane. What else have you got? <laughs> what else have I got? That was where we were going. No, um, yeah, you were you were saying other things. That wasn't. No, I don't know where else to go with it. Like, yeah, it's just a. It was a bad move by them. They. Um, what did you think of people asking those questions of the developers? I think it was fair enough. Um, like as we said, these people played paid a lot of money to go here and were expecting something and to be. I mean, basically being like, hey, it's a mobile game. Um, it's just the, it wasn't the right place to announce this. Uh, there's perfect other places you can look at this sort of stuff. You look at what happened at um, E3, or um, even going further than that. But you look at the way that Microsoft handled their Gears of War announcements. Right? They announced that Gears of War like Pop Funko fucking head game, whatever it is. They announced that and people were like, oh, whatever. And then they announced a fucking full-on like new Gears of War game. Um, yeah. Or you look at um, just other ways that people have done that. You, you go back to Fallout... Um, yeah. Sorry, Fallout 4. And when they announced Fallout Shelter. Bethesda yeah. came out with Fallout Shelter and were like, hey, by the way, this is available now. But we've also got Fallout 4 coming out in three months. Like, that's yeah. the right way you do these things. Um, it should have just been like the fucking logo something anything just just and now to close out we have Q Diablo music Deco Kane comes in stay a while and listen yeah and then fucking Diablo <laughs> 4 and everyone loses their fucking minds they lose their fucking tits right and there's just buckets of cum all over the fucking thing all over the auditorium everyone's losing their shit and then they're like logo q4 2020 right sure two years away heaps of time plenty of time they can bump it forward if it's looking good leave it where it is if they need the time and then that's a long time away until we get there here's diablo immortal and then fucking close like finish donezo or i guess they could have done the reverse the do the uh before we go we couldn't let this you know let this please come finish without talking about diablo we've got diablo immortal we're very excited about it we're sure you all will you will be too it bridges the gap between diablo 2 and diablo 3 there's a story that needs to be told and we really want to tell it oh and by the way cue diablo music Deckard Kane, <laughs> quarter four, 2020, Diablo 4. Just, like, finish on that fucking screen or something. They had a fucking real opportunity, and I cannot understand how they fucked it up. They didn't need a fucking anything. They just needed a logo. Could they not fucking agree on a logo? Just paint. Someone in paint. Just Yeah, just fucking... Go. Screw it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a bad announcement. Like there's no yeah. way to put it that it doesn't this is doesn't feel like a uh a blizzcon announcement it's not for the like i saw a lot of people being like yeah but this isn't for you it's like but at the same time this isn't for the people that came here to see 
all the Blizzard games that they paid a fuckload of money that like to go see this sort of stuff. And it'd be yeah, like me. Who is who is this for then? Like BlizzCon, like it's BlizzCon. Who's who's BlizzCon for? Overwatch, World of Warcraft, <laughs> the longest running MMO of, and most successful of all time. Massive PC game. Starcraft. Oh, PC only game. Oh, Diablo. Oh, yeah. Generally, the memes about Diablo are what? Oh, mouse is being broken. Right. Mice being broken. Yeah, okay. So I, I can see how that might be a... Oh, a fucking PC game. Uh, oh, yeah, right. Yeah, PC. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, who... The, yeah, how the fuck is it not for the people who attended, essentially, the PC convention? Ridiculous. Yeah. That said, I disagree. I do not think... They should have been shitting on the devs while they're up on stage. I, I, I thought it was disrespectful. Ultimately, uh, I think I think there were there would have been better ways to get to that than to. I mean, these they are BlizzCon is for the devs as much as it is for the players. They like bust their fucking balls off all year round to make games for people. Sure, and I think. I think, yeah, it was a bit of a shitty way to skewer someone's weekend. Uh, But I think the way Uh, they, again, presented it was not the right way. It was like the, here's this mobile game we're working on, and also it's being made by, like, it's being outsourced to a Chinese company. And we've got some staff working on it. It's like, and that starts to obviously, all right, well, what's what's the thinking behind that? And then you start seeing videos about, like, videos that this other company has made and people are piecing together well it looks just like a reskinned version of this other game um yeah yeah and just obviously people's just minds start to wander a little bit in our bit. discord baz i think is taking the hardest out of anyone and uh <laughs> he posted a link to a video today uh where um the fuck uh the they what do they say um we have We'll just bring it up. Fucking bring it up real quick. What is going on? What the fuck? Uh, here we go. In terms of Blizzard's approach to mobile gaming, many of us over the last few years have shifted from playing primarily on desktop to playing many hours on mobile, and that I think is a pretty heavy-duty response, like a pretty heavy-duty idea of the philosophical shift at blizzard that i think i understand people being concerned about uh this idea that blizzard you know people at blizzard are playing on pc anymore and that's why they don't give a fuck Mm -hmm. yeah i think that that is pretty monumental for a lot of people yeah but yeah um yeah i just yeah I just don't think they they should have been railing against the devs. I've, you know, how many BlizzCons have been to? Like two, I think, or three, two or three. Mm-hmm. And I've spoken to devs at all of them and they are always so stoked about the weekend. And there's this general feeling that everyone who works at Blizzard, BlizzCon is one of the reasons why you do it. And it just, it yeah, I don't know. That those questions, they just felt really off to me. That said, yeah, this idea that oh, uh, of course Blizzard's gonna do it. They 
uh, company and it's their job to make money. Uh, so they're going to make a fuck ton of money by doing this. Like, um, are we on the side of Rockstar for pushing people to do a hundred hour? Because that's why they did it. So they can make a fuck ton of money. That's why they're doing 100 hour weeks. Or, <laughs> like, I, I'm, I'm confused here. I, I, is making fuck tons of money rad now? Well, we, big business? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's been a weird response. There's, like, it, it seems like there's there was just no fucking, no middle area for anyone. They were just like, yeah, fuck yeah, big business, baby. Get it, Blizzard. Get that cash, baby. Or, alternatively, fuck you, Blizzard, you've betrayed everything I believe in. And I think the truth lies somewhere very close to the middle of those two. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Generally, the truth is, you fucked up announcing it at BlizzCon. Yeah. And you could have done a lot better really easily. And that's about it. Yeah, yeah. I'll reserve judgment until I play the game where then I'm like, fuck that game. Um, but f- yeah. from what I'm hearing, it's it pretty mixed so far um, right. in terms of the way it plays. But right, yeah, and, and then you've also got to see like how they're going to be handling the monetization of it because from what I saw in the interviews, they don't know yet. That's generally not right. a good sign. Like you want to... No. You, you don't want to build this thing... And then be like, all right, well, how do we make money now? <laughs> you sort yeah. of, you, you usually want to have that at the start. That way it's all built into it. Because then it, yep. you end up with issues with grinding and just fucking weird ways of fucking like, oh, energy systems. And yeah, that's not cool. But I guess we'll wait and see, right? How they go about it. Yep. Yeah. All right. Anyway, yeah, they fucked up that announcement. Could have been done a lot better, but it's too late. Could have. Um. All right. What else we got here? Is that it? That's it. Questions. That's it. Questions. Sure. Questions. Do we have any emails? I can check emails if you want to check. Discord. Uh, all right. We can definitely got Discord. All right. Let's go. Uh, starting off with Racy. Racy writes. <clears throat> Obviously, the Diablo Immortal announcement during the BlizzCon opening ceremony didn't go down very well. Even with no expectations of Diablo 4, I was still a bit let down that this was the only thing they had to say about the franchise. There were no comments, mentions of D3, future plans for the D3, any more D3 class DLC, or D1 or D2 remasters. I am... I'm assuming someone's job when planning these opening ceremony keynotes is to make sure the announcements will be taken well, or at least not taken poorly. E.g. Microsoft <laughs> announced Gears of War mobile game alongside the new Gears of War game, and Bethesda did the same with their mobile Elder Scrolls and Tez 6. This ensured the narrative wasn't solely focused sure. on a mobile game for those not interested in it. What do you think could they could have done to have had this announcement go over better with the attendees or was it just the wrong time place to make this announcement alright I swear to god we don't read these questions before we talk about stuff uh, maybe we maybe we should but I like <laughs> our system we of, should. Uh, of being of surprised <laughs> um, of vetting the uh, questions well like just generally not answering questions in our in our news rants and then like being like well 
Bracey, if you'd been listening when I was talking four minutes ago, you fuckhead, then you would have heard that I explained exactly how they could have done it. But apparently, as always, you refuse to listen when you write these questions five days in advance. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, we could we could probably do it that way, but we never will. Uh, so yeah, um, Racy, if you had been listening four minutes ago when I answered exactly this question, you wouldn't have written this question. Of course, you wrote the question five days in advance, so perhaps you couldn't have. However, time is cyclical. And uh, if you wait until the next time we come around, you'll have the chance to try this again. Uh, yeah, I, I definitely think like it was the wrong time and place. But like you said, uh, there are better ways to do it. There are definitely better ways to do it. And yeah, I think they had that op- the opportunity to strike upon one of those better ways. And I just don't understand how how they fucked it up, you know? Yeah, I still, I, I think we will, I, I will love to read, I will definitely read the article five years from now on how they fucked that up. Well, uh, I'd watch uh, the Danny O'Dwyer episode. Wasn't, wasn't there a Kotaku article going around how they did have a Diablo announcement that they pulled it at the last minute? Yeah. Uh, and it wasn't designed for BlizzCon. I think that it was their update. Sure. But yeah. Um, so that was in our Discord as well. Yeah, the, the title of this video is uh, Blizzard Scrapped Plans for Diablo 4 Video. Um, there was a update here. Okay. Apparently there was a video made for, for Diablo 4, um, but Blizzard has said that it was not for BlizzCon. So, right. maybe it's for the Video Game Awards. <laughs> That's the only thing I hope not. Holy that, that is the only thing I can what think about. What a fucking goof that would be! Holy fuck, that'd be insane. Yeah, that's pretty um, nuts. Because yeah, again, we go back to the thing of this is a convention for the people that love Blizzard games. Yeah, yeah. If you want to do it, the that BGAs, would be that'd be nuts. Sorry, the game. That's awards. that's when you do Diablo Immortal. Oh yeah, that's where you announce Diablo. Like switch those two. Around. Diablo Immortal is like a, t- uh, a TGS event or a, a Gamescom announcement yeah. or um the game awards announcement that that's the type of thing you don't do it yeah. as your tent pole end of the conference thing no. and be like by the way yeah it's dumb it's dumb yes it is all right Baz writes, I think most arguments need a middle ground to come up with constructive ideas, but in today's society, it is either one extreme or the other. That's the only way people try to gain attention to further their views. For the most part, the people that take a neutral stance on a topic unfortunately ignore the view from the two extremes, resulting in lack of communication and even further polarizing the two different views. Unfortunately, unless people take one extreme or the other, they feel they will not be heard. Diablo fans have been middle grounding for some time, making suggestions, etc. They're told that they have some news from at BlizzCon and when they announce uh, the mobile game, and then they announce uh, the mobile game. The fans think we're clearly, well, clearly they have not been listening to us over these last few years. I guess we have to go to the extremes to have our voices heard. To make matters worse, Blizzard has since been silencing people by removing comments and post topics on their social media platforms. Now they're in the current situation. How do you think 
the Diablo team can fix this. Uh, this is a pretty deep hole that they've dug, hey? Like, they are in a massive hole, but it's not like they haven't dug themselves a giant fucking hole before and had to find their way out. Sure. I don't know how they fix it. Uh, it's not as easy as get rid of the real money auction house and fix the loot balancing in your fucking game, Blizzard. It's pretty fucking easy. You've ruined Diablo. Uh, like it was at the launch of Diablo 3. Hmm. I don't think that one's easy because, like... Because that was that was a gameplay related thing. That was a gameplay related fuck up. This is a public relations nightmare. This is a messaging fuck up, and I have no idea how the fuck they back their way out of it without like they just have to. They just have to remind people why they love Blizzard by doing something, but I got no idea why. Yeah. And that other thing is, if we go back to the the Kotaku article, if it does turn out that this video or whatever the fuck it is is for the VJs, then that's not doing good good either. It's then digging that hole even fucking further because they'll be like, yeah. "Why didn't you show this at BlizzCon?" Like it would require, right? They would need to they would need to introduce that video with uh, like the world's greatest. <laughs> <laughs> like sorry like just it's just every and skewer the fuck out of themselves be like we fucked up guys here's what we meant to show you at blizz like fuck do it that way do the whole thing go the whole hog be all like uh fucking steve the intern put in the wrong fucking video at blizzcon and we fucked up and we just roll with it Right, that's that's how I would fucking love them for that. What, I reckon. What if it's, that'd be amazing? They come out and they're like, "We fucked up. Diablo Four is coming, and it's going to be free for everybody because it's free. Because <laughs> it's free to that'd play. Work. <laughs> that'd work. That'd people would love that. Yeah, free to play, and uh, it's it's mobile only. Um, <laughs> we heard you. Yeah. it's not on mobile. It's now on tablet. <laughs> At just or consoles. It's just a console. <laughs> It's on Switch. <laughs> it's on Switch exclusively. No, 3DS. 3DS. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway. Uh, no, I actually think... Like, the... Fuck you, Steve the intern. He goofed up. We put the wrong thing out. This is what we meant to show you at BlizzCon. That'd work. I think that would legitimately work. Uh, it'd be a bit risky. Um, maybe not super professional. And they'd be trading like a pretty fine line. But I think it'd win a lot of people over. I think it would win some people over there. There's still many people who are going to be pissed off that it wasn't there's shown still, I, their fan event. There is, there's no way you win them over, though. I don't, like, there is literally no way you ever win them over. Uh, but I think it would win over a lot of, like, it would get a lot of goodwill out of people who were sort of like, yeah, this is a dick move, but aren't, like, full-blown fuck lizard yet, mm. you know? Sure. Uh, Baz continues in hindsight they should have announced new gameplay or whatever on Diablo 4 and had the mobile game as a subsidiary announcement uh, in my opinion the only way to correct this is to be more transparent with current Diablo tr- projects and apologize for not doing so at BlizzCon yeah uh, yeah and yeah that's basically it good stuff Baz uh, Johnny Bravo writes 
Hey gents, with the announcement of cosmetic changes in Siege, would you consider it a worthwhile activity for a gaming news site to fund some gap journalists a trip to Southeast Asia to explore the sex and gambling or lack of culture uh, to get to the core of the problem and allow the Siege community to understand? P.S. I'm happy to join you as a guide. I know some places in Thailand. I actually do think uh, that it would be a worthwhile activity for uh, us to tour Asia um, checking out all the best sexy spots. Maybe not China. Ga- gambling, de- gambling dens. Thailand. We'll start with like we'll start low, right? You know, uh, and then we'll build our way to China. China's got Macau, right? What if we go to? Is it Malaysia? We start there because isn't the Dota next week? This weekend? It's soon. Okay, we have to leave like right that. now. Fair enough. Okay, away <laughs> we go. Um, Thanks, Johnny Bravo, for funding this trip. Yeah, thank you, JB. It's uh, it's much appreciated, and you can come along as a guide if you also fund your own journey. Uh, otherwise, uh, I'm afraid we're gonna have to turn it down. Yeah, um, so we can't go unchaperoned. Uh, yeah, it wouldn't be ethical. Um, all right, good stuff. Uh, some big questions. Obviously, some Diablo fans. Uh, I, I didn't realize Baz was such a huge Diablo fan. I thought he was a just BMing in Rocket League fan. I thought he was just exclusively Fortnite, just all the time. Yeah, he does love Fortnite. Uh, and, yeah. He hasn't played any uh, Black Ops with us. Oh, I haven't seen him play Black Ops with us. No. He's too too good for us, he's, I guess. He's too good racing cars. Yeah. Um, unbelievable. All right. That's it. That's the podcast. Let's wrap That's it up. That's the podcast. You can find us on iTunes, Android, Windows Store. Um, under the Gap or the GA Podcast, you can rate and review us. Helps other people find the show. Um, much that you appreciate. Everyone does that. Uh, you can also email us questions if you like to. The GA Podcast at gmail.com. We don't have any from anyone this week, but we got some PR emails I need to look at. Um, Good one. Yep. <laughs> um, you can find us on social media, facebook.com slash GA podcast, twitter.com slash GA podcast. You can also find us on YouTube. You can watch the video right now. It is youtube.com slash the GA podcast. Um, it's got us talking. Yeah. You can look at the wonderful giant face. Yeah. Look, look at that. That's amazing. It's beautiful. Right there. Everyone at home loves it. All right, and we're back now. Um, you can do that. YouTube.com slash GA podcast and you can subscribe. Subscribe? Scrub, scribe. Subscribe. Scrub, scribe. Uh, and hit the like button because it means that uh, eventually maybe we can get paid for this on YouTube. That'd be good. And then we can go to That's Southeast it. Asia. We take everybody ah, with this. Yeah. Yeah. We start on that, that Pootie Pie money. Is- Yap sex tours of Southeast Asia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you can also find us on Discord if you want to jump on and play games or just send us messages like Baz and Johnny Bravo Racy. and Racy and JB. Yeah, the GA Podcast dot com slash Discord. You can jump in there and play uh, some Blackout or maybe some Fallout seventy six next week or maybe some Battlefield five. Battlefield five one one thousand percent. I got mine preloaded. <laughs> right. You got yours? No, I don't have it yet. Sort your fucking shit out. I'll have to. Chopity chop, chopity chop. I don't know anyone over there. Um, 
what else we got here? Oh, you got our website, thegapodcast.com. has all the episodes to our previous shows on there, including all the links we just talked about just then. And that's all thanks to our Patreon members. If you want to help support this show, you can go to patreon.com slash thegapodcast. Appreciate everyone that does that every month. Helps You're us, the best. Helps pay the bills. And um, yes. I think that's it. Have you got anything you want to pimp out this week that you've been doing? Um, yeah, check out uh, those Overwatch articles I was talking about on Red Bull um we will have nate nate has written a battlefield 5 piece that will be up on embargo which i believe is midnight so check that out on red bull and i'm writing some stuff up about the league of origin the league of legends league of origin which is the state versus state stuff i interviewed all the captains and i did my best to get them to shit talk one another victoria was not very forthcoming but the rest of them were pretty good. Pretty good with the old shit talk. Right. Uh, they need... I'm going to say it again. They need someone, a professional shit talker. They need someone to come in who... It doesn't matter if they can play games very well. They just need to shit talk on a high level to really like ramp up the shit talking. Victoria were like, yeah. Even Queensland could get up. I'm like... Oh, uh, New South Wales said that Queensland were probably going to lose every game. And uh, Victoria was like, yeah, well, I mean, I guess, you know, anything can happen in League of Legends. So you don't want to, you don't want to say anything like uh, Queensland's dog shit, Queensland is dog shit, Mm. uh, because then it might come back and bite you. I'm like, all right, well, I'm just going to pull quote the part where you said Queensland is dog shit, (laughs) and I'll make that your title. Right. and he's like, oh, no, don't do that. He was like super nervous. I don't understand. Mm. Cool. Is that it? Ah, uh, yeah, that's it. What about you? What do you got? Uh, you can find me at twitter.com slash Luke Laurie. Um, mm. I don't know. What have I been posting up there lately? Just nothing. Anyway. Um, Sweet. You can go to survivor.com. Check out some of my work there. Uh, my interview St- with... Survivor. Survivor. Oh, yeah, that place. So yeah, one of the places we got credited was uh, GameSpot posted yep. an article about our, our video. Uh, and they said it was like, all thanks to Luke Laurie. <laughs> and you got pretty upset about that. Unbelievable. Yeah. I don't get no respect. No regard neither. <laughs> so get no respect. Uh, so yeah, you can go to that website. Not GameSpot. You can go to Survivor.com. See my work. Um, yep. My interviews with Pete Hines, uh, where we talked about how they, <laughs> which is this is funny. Um I asked him about how they announce video games and like specifically how they announce like Fallout Shelter and then followed that up with it with Fallout 4 and then even going further along talking about like um you know talking about Fallout 76 but then announcing Tez 6 and uh Starfield like you know these aren't our fully fledged games that you expect from us this is something a little bit different but on the other hand yes we are still working on these other games and i asked him this like two weeks ago at pax and then this fucking blizzard thing blew up and i was like this is perfect this is so good and in it he talks about how like we know our audience we don't want people to get upset and like feisty with us and yeah so it's that i think will be um pretty good that one so go let's go anyways it up um, I've, I've been transcribing it, um, cause I was sick oh, last okay. week. I only started transcribing it again, like Tuesday. 
I've... Just send it to Rev.com. It'll be already done, mate. What the fuck? Oh, no. Like... We should get sponsored by Rev.com. We should. Just sponsor us in fucking minutes. Sponsor us in transcription minutes. And we can, like, pimp Rev.com at the start of every episode or whatever. Fuck, I'll do it. Fuck yeah. Give me, like, 23 minutes a week. <laughs> Holy shit. I hate transcribing. I fucking hate it. Yeah. It's the worst. I can do yeah. it, like... But the thing is that it's 30-minute interviews and I do... I like pull quote certain bits and like I'm, I'll do this one and there's stuff in there that I can't use because I'm like eh, it's just not worth it it's not the answer I was after or yeah whatever um, yeah but it's easy for me to transcribe so it doesn't take long it's just I need to get off my ass and do it anyway it'll be up it'll be up shortly um, so that's where or you- if you paid one US dollar per minute you could get rev.com to do it and then you wouldn't have to get off your ass and do it that's, that's see what insane. I'm saying see what I'm saying crazy rev.com Rev.com, I'm telling you. Rev.com. For all your transcription needs. They're not paying us yet. I'm I'm showing them what they could get (laughs) if they did. If they paid us. 20 minutes a week, I'm saying. It's all I'm saying. For everybody that listens and transcribes all that stuff. Maybe they could transcribe this show. And then we can caption it on YouTube. Look at how good they are. This is what they transcribe. Three uh, hours. Three How hours. long does it take to three hour transcribe? That'd be $180. That is, we are not making that much money. We could, oh my God though. We could not, like if we could get our 20 minutes a week each, right? And then pull them together, right? Over like six weeks, if we didn't transcribe anything and pull them all together, yeah. we could just dump it and be like, here you go. <laughs> and cut out all the spaces in between. <laughs> <laughs> and now three hour podcast is now an hour and 80 minutes. Right. Um, but it's... Yeah, it's super quick. It's just us talking constantly. We just, like, speed it up. Yeah. Yeah. Should try that. So they're going to slow it down anyway, right? Right. It's genius. So anyway. Good. That's a show. Right. That's it. Thanks for watching or listening or whatever you're doing. The Gap. Sponsored by Rev.com. No. Yeah, not yet. Soon. No, no one can see you winking. I'm just listening. <laughs> <laughs>